Welcome to The Buffer. Today is Tuesday, October 20th. My name is Irfan, and I'd like to welcome you all to the first megapod of The Buffer. A buffet, if you will, of stale and unappetizing hosts serving up the most rancid of takes. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, editor-in-chief, and someone who I seem to be diametrically opposed to in regards to Chris Nolan's latest flick. What are ya, Ham? What's up? What's going on? It's a good movie. What are you talking about? But you said it was... The best since what movie did you say was the best since? Oh, if I said the best since whatever, I'm lying. That's like that should be a tell. Okay, well we'll, we'll talk about another yeah. podcast, okay. right? But uh, we're obviously talking about Tenet. Yet again, before I introduce my next host, we're going to talk about something that happened this weekend because it's going to kind of give the listeners an understanding. Yet again, another Atlanta team has team. disappointed its loyal fan base. The Atlanta Braves, the darlings up until last weekend of the MLB postseason blew a 3-1 lead to the Dodgers. Not only did Mookie Betts rob us, rob Freddie Freeman home run, and a chance of being in the World Series, he also robbed us of something of greater significance. Watching Simons, Wiener Schnitzel, dangle proudly as he streaks down Memorial Drive celebrating a Braves title. His promise, along with the Braves' performance in Game 7, ultimately proved futile. Simon, what had happened, man? What's going on? First of all, suffering succotash. <laughs> Second of all, I was I was so excited about this whole streaking situation. Actually, I should call it a lituation. <laughs> that I was going to extend the run. From, oh, really? I was going to extend it. Because, you know, of course I'm going to do it at like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning That's when right, there's yeah, nobody yeah. out, right? right? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to go out, I'm not trying to go out there willy-nilly at like 6 or 7 p.m. or like, rush, you know. Rush hour. You know, rush hour when all the kids are like you coming home from school. Like, what kind, of, what kind of person would I be, right? You don't want to send uh, anywhere to shine, man. I was going to extend it from the Taco Bell past the This Is It all the way straight into the DeKalb County Jail. <laughs> <laughs> the Huddle House? Stop by the Huddle House over there. Damn. <laughs> It's on the way to where you're going to go There's anyways, no way that I'm getting away with that, right? I don't cops, even care right? if it's like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. That's like a 2 to 3 mile run. By the way, it, somebody's going to see you. Is indecent exposure a felony or is that like a, well, look the other way? It depends on how indecent it is. <laughs> it depends on if I was cupping myself. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know but what I'm saying. It, the pro- the you know promise was to run butt naked. Yes. And I was going to live up to it and extend the run just straight into there, man. Just take me in, like, finish my run, put my, put my arms out in front of me or behind me. Just right. be like, go ahead, take me in. Wait, were you going to go, like, Borat thong type run? Or, oh, like, yeah. just like buck naked? Thong? My dude, buck naked means buck naked. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate that a, uh, the brave losing streak prevented you from streaking. I feel like it cost yeah. the world something that was so much more awesome than the Braves winning. <laughs> well, well, our, our first segment will be on the Braves collapse. So and uh, uh, another Georgia team collapse. Uh, many, many collapses in this state. But let's get on to our special guest here, fresh from globetrotting. Our special guest who has spent months, spent months surrounded by Africans, joins us in person to be surrounded by more Mostly Africans. More Africans. <laughs> <laughs> Fareed, como talibu? Feels good to be home, man. I feel like being surrounded by Africans is like my specialty these like, days. Can't get away from us. And that's not a bad thing necessarily sometimes. <laughs> he always comes back no matter how far he goes across the globe. As always, joining us remotely from the DMV is the Gomen to my Shiro, Binium. What's going on, Binium? Oh, I, there's a lot going on. First of all, um, I'm starting the show with our sponsor. You see this? 
Oh, you got a sponsor. Right? Yeah. So Popeyes. Yeah. So I'm actually taking the last bite of my spicy chicken sandwich on air. No wonder we saw that chicken in your teeth. Uh-huh. Oh. Hey, so are you still are you still Chick-fil-A classy or Popeye's oh, yeah, trashy? Yeah. What are you? If you're done with eating, don't don't choke on it. Yo, this guy is punishing that chicken. I really <laughs> wish like the listeners could could watch what's going on right now. Man. He's used to having big things in his mouth. <laughs> I was like The difference between eating the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich and the Louisiana spicy chicken is like eating at a Paris five, you know, was it five-star Michelin rated Restaurant as opposed to like mm-hmm. ghetto burger. Depends on what you're in the mood for. Hold on, but so you mean that the that you mean the Popeye the Popeyes is the five star, right? And the uh, and the Chick Fil A is the one star. The, the Chick Fil A is a ghetto burger for me. Really? Yeah. You've turned on. Wow. The- wow. Are you guys listening to this? Can we just say that there's only three stars in the Michelin rating guide? Is it just me? Boy, Bingham, honestly, you you prefer this uh, Popeyes thing over Chick Fil A? No, no, no. I prefer the Chick Fil A sandwich. I don't know if I uh, confuse oh, anybody. Oh come on, man! Yeah. Yeah. You worked us all up Wait, for on, that shit. Oh, come it, on! If Chick Fil A is ghetto burger, then what does that make Popeyes then? The Louisiana chicken is the ghetto burger, and oh. and Chick Fil A is okay. the three star Michelin rated Parisian okay. restaurant. You don't get a Michelin star for three stars, <laughs> but okay. Well, let's let's get into the first segment. Um, Sports are kind of winding down a little bit, except for the NFL and college. But, you know, we started every other episode with sports, so we're going to start this one with a little bit. I'm going to kind of let Ham kind of take the lead here, but it's, you know, obviously near and dear to us Georgia boys here. So it was a uh, disastrous weekend for Georgia sports. To say uh, the least. First of all, the Braves, a 3-1 lead, a collapse, and it didn't even surprise many people Not nationally. Not at all. You didn't hear like, oh, this hasn't happened since, you know, forever. And then Georgia, the football team, running neck and neck for two and a half quarters. The University of Georgia Bulldogs, yes. Yes. I'm sure, yeah, Georgia Tech also lost, by the way. Uh, But the Georgia Bulldogs against (laughs) Alabama. Ease that dagger in there, baby. Ease (laughs) it in there. No surprise. But the game was very close, and then everything fell apart. It was like about it as bad of a weekend as you can get because usually you don't have it line up just like this usually and not and not only did the atlanta falcons win they possibly cost us a chance at the number one pick by winning so by winning they lost too even when the falcons win it's a loss yeah that's what you call can't win for losing right i just think that talking about this weekend and week out is such a disappointment because we know what's going to happen so why is even why is this a discussion at this point I don't know. That's why we skip a week, you know? We because we're from Atlanta, and this is an Atlanta-based show. Why wouldn't we talk about it? Um, <laughs> let's focus in on the bullshit that happened this weekend. Yes. Right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up under this thing with a microscope. 250X. Vinny, you know what I'm and, talking about, right? Hell yeah. I want, I want to magnify everything that happened this weekend. Let's start with the Braves, right? You're up 3-1. to one. Yeah. You are basically dominating a team that's much better than you on right. paper. Yeah, you got them on the ropes. You got them on the ropes, and all you have to do is win one of those games. Just one game. There's so much parity in baseball. Once you go up 3-1, to one, you should be able to close out. Right. There's not many situations that happen like 2004 where the Boston <laughs> Red Sox are down 3 to nothing and they come back to win the series. Right. It just doesn't happen. Right. Because you're, you're bound to have one night off when you play that many games, right? These guys are playing every single night. Right, which is what Tampa did. They were up 3 nothing. It went the other way. And, and, and it went the other out. way, but right. they showed up. Right. And what we thought was, right. 
Now that the Braves aren't at Fulton County or at Turner Field <laughs> or in downtown Atlanta, now that they're the Cobb County Braves. Right. Things should be different. They should be different, right? Yeah, I mean, We're moving on up. They're out there. They're making money. Uh, they're, you know, they, they've brought something to, to that part of town. And at the end of the day, it was the same result. Right. And the saddest part of it is that it's basically what the Falcons did in 2016. Right. Well, that's, to me, that's not the saddest part. To me, the saddest part is growing up, especially if you're an Atlanta resident, the Atlanta Braves were the only ones that actually gave you hope of winning something you know yeah. what i mean so it's like i absolutely agree with you but the special sauce of georgia sports is you have to give hope right? it's like yeah, they go to, leave. it's it's like they go to a seminar all together like the braves the falcons right. the dogs <laughs> the jackets everybody they go to like a, an atlanta yeah convention yeah, like a convention and yeah. they and they and they discuss with each other what is the best ways to break the hearts of right. all atlanta right. fans they're almost like writers that go away to to kind of plot out a season yeah of, of storyline yeah it's like, like they have a retreat right. every year about how they're gonna fucking shit on atlanta sports fans no the, the sports the sports writers of atlanta they uh, they write themselves into a corner this is what they do on tv shows right they come up with this amazing ending that's captivating at the end, but they don't know how to get to it, right? So they're slowly building the plot. So right. some Atlanta sports writer up there saying, I'm going to write a collapse. Like, we know the collapse is going to happen, but how can we make it more excruciating with each team every season? So obviously with the Braves looking great, dominating, you know, smashing everywhere, we all thought, yeah, they're going to get a game to close out the series. Right. And then to just see it trickle, trickle slowly. The last two games, the offense doesn't show up. And I mean, I'm not that surprised. I, but I, the last game it was like they were making some weird errors, where like two yeah. players on one play getting caught. That yeah. base running mistake. Yeah. Like, oh that, my god. That's when you what know, a like, gut punch. Yeah, that's when you know. So it, it reminds me of I was telling this to my brother earlier today. Was uh, not exactly the same, but the when the 2016 Warriors blew the 3-1 series lead to the Cavs. Yeah. That game seven, it was in Golden State. The whole game, Golden State was just up by a few points. Right. They were holding, slim margin, but then you know. LeBron, Kyrie, they would make a shot to keep it close. And then at the end, when LeBron had that block, right. I don't, no one thought the Warriors were going to win. Everyone knew but the writing was Wasn't it the block and then also Kyrie? The Kyrie shot. But yeah, I think Kyrie was the, the, on fire that game, too. The, the tone and tenor had been set that game. Like you had, It was a game that didn't feel like the Warriors were going to win. Right. right. And I know that's kind of hard to quantify, but that Braves game, from the minute they did that base running blunder. Right. It, it had that like, feeling yeah. of like they're going to lose. So I was I was watching this game with uh with uh, my friend Sam, right? It felt like to me, and I and I feel like I like I said this at the time. It felt like a like a four six Mike Tyson combination. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like when he when like when he gets on the side of you, and then, and then he he pounds you in the rib cage, and then and then you and then you and you know you you're too late, so you you put your elbows down right. to kind of protect your sides. Right. And, and, and he just catches you with the uppercut? Well, saving grace, I will say, at least is whatever you want to take it. They're, they're a young team. Nobody, I think, expect them to be this good this quickly. Uh, no, man. There's no fucking silver lining. Opportunities for this only situation. come so They're young. Time. I mean, yeah. they have, a, they have the, young, what, the youngest team in the postseason. So, like, yes, you're right. It's debilitating, <clears throat> devastating. But if I told you before the series that they would take the Dodgers to seven, regardless of how it turned out, I think it would have been like, that's pretty good. I understand. The Dodgers that. were 70% favorites, right? Win per projected whatever so but yeah. but do you but do you trust the braves leadership because i remember we had a really good team about five they, six just, years ago too and you know we decided that we were just gonna fucking sell everybody just, and move the team to cobb county like they're all their best players were young okay if you had ted turner 
I would say, yes, they are a young team. We may be able to hold on to some of these pieces long term. But now that we're basically led by corporations one after the other, I mean, I, I, I feel like we like if th- if this team struggles for another season, they're going to end up selling a lot of these young players. I don't mean that. I mean, they're young like Freddie Freeman is the, is the only player that we kept from our last good Braves team. I don't mean that. I mean, they're young in the sense that give me an experienced team and a young team. Typically, the experienced team makes less mistakes. The Braves made a lot of like boneheaded mistakes, but typically younger teams and experienced make the type of mistakes they were making. I mean, it's a cop-out, but yeah. And if they were like a seasoned veteran team that couldn't get over the hump, then I would be more pissed off. But maybe I just come to expect disappointment, you know? So are you, Erpen, let me ask you a question. But baseball playoffs, side note, riveting. I forgot how <coughs> riveting it is to watch a postseason game when you're invested. Back to back to back. It was back. like gut-wrenching every pitch. Like I forgot baseball can do that to you, right? Of course. It's the, in the postseason, yeah. baseball can definitely do that I to you. Because so every, single, every single – play is a play that can change the entire scope of not just that game right but the entire series and you can't game plan like in the nba if you have a player who's cold in a slump you can game plan you can get him an open shot you can figure out a way to get him the ball in advantageous position but baseball if you're slumping you're you send your guy up there you're there's nothing you can do at that point it's completely up to the hitter there's nothing you can game plan to get him on base right and that's like how about, how, about, how about Kershaw getting carried through into another World Series while Maybe. struggling? It's I incredible. They, weren't they showing the, the, the salary of Kershaw versus the salary of the entire Tampa team? It's about the same. Yeah. God, I hope Tampa wins. We'll transition real quick uh, because we've every episode I think we've talked about the NBA so far. Yeah. The season's over now. Um, I covered a lot of it in the isopod last week, but I'll give you guys all some final thoughts on the NBA season. Lakers won their 17th title. I told y'all the Heat weren't going to win. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> well, you told us God. in the finals they weren't going to win, right? Why are we spreading the details? I mean, big picture. This guy, <laughs> every time I see his face making a prediction, I swear it's like looking at the Merrill Lynch bull. <laughs> like in the middle of like the, you know, the Wall New York Street? Stock like, Exchange. Yeah. Oh, man. You know that China's about to get broken, baby. Oh, man. I just, in regard to that, man, I just want to uh, give a shout out to LeBron, man. I mean, that, uh, I know... That's not that's not an easy feat. Three different teams, four championships. I mean, I the think you got to kind of consider him as one of the greats. I don't know. Okay, so I don't think the question is is LeBron an all time great, right? Like everybody knows LeBron yeah, yeah. is an all time great, think, right? I feel like most people have him in their top ten to top five, right? Yeah, hands down, top five. I think everybody would say top five. Top five. The argument is the argument now is especially with people that didn't have the chance to get to watch Jordan and Kobe. And a lot of these, you know, guys, Magic and Bird and all these guys, Wilt, Kareem, people that came way before, is that, is LeBron better than Jordan? I feel like a lot of people under the age of like 25 right now would say yes. I feel like more people under the age of 25 would say yes than no. So I'll say that, I just want to say, I am not the biggest Michael Jordan fan at all. If anybody knows me, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't agree with his philanthropy. I don't agree with his, I don't think he has a vision, mission, none of that. Like I just completely disagree with the guy, but I watched Michael Jordan play. He's, he's hands down the greatest basketball player ever. Wow. He's better than LeBron, but he's not that much better than LeBron. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, not even LeBron. Um, I, Benny, I think Benny, a, let me let me let me qualify this right because Biniam has always been somebody that was like Kobe's going to be better than Michael Jordan. Right, I, not been since that like guy. The, since like the very beginning of Kobe's career, he's always said Kobe's going to be better than Michael Jordan. 
I feel like I'm a little bit surprised right now to hear him say that Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. So can you expand on that? Tell us a little bit more about that. No, so, okay, so I watched uh, the docuseries. Um, what was it called again? His uh, docuseries. Oh, the Last was Dance. Called? That propaganda film? Yeah, and, I, and I'll and i be honest with you. I watched The Last Dance, and um, I watched, like, I think five or six episodes. And, damn, I forgot how good he is. Like, the, he is, yeah. he is, like, it is, it's just God-given talent. Like, the guy is just, I'm sorry, like, if I, like, even when I, so for me, it goes Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Wow, you put Kobe over LeBron? I love, but LeBron, I'm sorry, Kobe at his. I think yeah. most Kobe fans would. No. This is a Kobe right. fan. Oh man. Most Kobe fans oh, man. would. I'm a Kobe stand dog. Yeah. I mentioned on the ISO part. I'm I'm not gonna. Most share Kobe all of fans my would not, not. They're not putting LeBron in front of Kobe, bro. Yeah, you you, you might be right. Uh, but I've shared this take many times already, so I'm not gonna go into. But I'm the biggest Kobe fan there is on this side of the East Coast, right? And uh, oh, I gave it to LeBron. Yeah. Three four years ago, what? really? Yeah, I mean, oh wow, really? Clearly, the better player. But but but, but tell me why? Clear. Why do you think LeBron okay, is a better basketball player than Kobe? Statistically, better across the board. His pre scoring, maybe not, but LeBron never really motivated himself to be the the leading right. scorer. That you know, so that's a different argument. But defensively, at their peak, LeBron's a better defender. He defends every position. Are you sure? At their peak, Kobe could Co- never defend. Man, you know, Kobe. No, positions. but Kobe's like a ten-time all all NBA all, all NBA. I, I, don't, I don't know about that, Irvin. Many, many times, but a lot of those were awarded to him late in his career where he really didn't deserve it. He okay. really didn't. But okay. he was a great defender, okay. rebounder. It's LeBron all day. Passer, not even close. Yeah. Not even close. It's LeBron. Well, Le- well, but Kobe didn't. <laughs> he didn't pass. Like, yeah, that, that's, that he, wasn't his he thing. He could have been a great passer, but he didn't. So I'm not giving you credit for what could have been. I'm giving. He you was definitely made more in the mold of of a of a Jordan for and LeBron, sure. LeBron, LeBron uh, yeah, makes his teammates always better. He just does. Like, yes. I mean, look look at Kobe's years when he had Smush garbage Parker? Smush Parker days. You know, <laughs> when freaking they had they were interviewing Denzel Washington on. Interviewing Denzel on the sideline, talking about, yeah, he went to Hofstra or whatever, that whole thing. But LeBron, you could put him on any team with decent guys. He'll get you, you know, 45, 50 wins. Easy. And LeBron, and LeBron is better in his 17th year. I mean, Kobe was great in his 16th or 17th so year. Let's take, so let's, let's, take it, let's, take it, let's take it back to what the topic at hand was. Who is the greatest player ever to you, Urban? I said it on the last isopod, but it's still barely Jordan, I think. Barely, because the okay. thing I will say is... We didn't talk about statistics back then, but even now, the efficiency, all that stuff, Jordan stacks up with LeBron. And you would think it wouldn't because nobody remembers Jordan as a great shooter, per se, and all that. But all the efficiency, the effective field goal, all those advanced stats, Jordan still, PER, he still stacks up to LeBron, even though that was a defensive era. And obviously, I watched Jordan live in his prime. So I'm going to give it barely to Jordan, but it's so close, man. Also, I know know that doesn't count, but can we give some credit that... LeBron's basically wire to wire. Yeah. One of the be- like from high school, they were yeah. showing him. Oh, all- yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He had been like, this is the guy, and he was the guy for all this time. Look, I mentioned it on, on, on the isopod, but it's been 40 games since LeBron had a bad postseason game. Right. 40 games. And I remember the Jordan era. He didn't have bad games per se, but he had a lot of bad shooting games. A lot of 13 for 30s, those kind of things, but his, his impact was felt. The one thing that Jordan has going for him, which is a, a intangible thing, is his will to win, blah, 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 tenacity. He'll gut you out. You know, like that whole yeah. thing, that's always going to be the thing. If, if you tell me right now who's going to win in a one-on-one between Michael and LeBron, if you just talk sheer yeah, talent, I, 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 was, I, I would, would say LeBron. LeBron would probably yeah, be there, but dominate, I think everybody yeah. would say, well, you know, Michael, right. he's going to intimidate you. That's The argument for Michael is 
He's invincible. He's indomitable. He's intimidating. To, to, that is the biggest argument. If he was a, a reserve, if he, if Michael Jordan had the personality of Tim Duncan, right, he wouldn't be in this conversation. To illustrate this, remember, remember when uh, I think he was like at some kids' summer camp, and they said like if he missed a shot, the kids were gonna get a bunch of shoes or they were gonna get something, and he did not miss a single. Wow. I remember that. Exactly almost, why I don't he's like a the killer. Guy. He just doesn't care. Like, like you would think like you make all of them and just miss the last one, but he was like no. Although I think like secret afterwards he gave him look the stuff. And if you argue titles, okay, the six and zero record, I get it. But if you're gonna make that argument, then there's nothing I could ever say to you to ever convince you otherwise that any player could. But that's how this whole conversation is, and that's why I haven't said anything up to this point. It's not fair. It's It's not not fair. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. That's why I haven't said anything about this topic until now. I've only been asking questions, right? Because I believe this is the stalest conversation in all of sports right now. There's nothing that turns me off more than a conversation about, well, not a conversation. I like hearing people's point of view, but what I don't like is the point where it turns over from, I think that LeBron is the best player in the world to saying, I have to convince you that LeBron is the best player in the world. Or I think Michael Jordan is the best player in the world. Now I have to convince you that Michael Jordan is the best player in the world. Listen, everybody's got their goat. Right. You're not going to convince anybody who's been watching LeBron for the past 20 years like, oh, my God, he's the greatest basketball player of all time to be like, okay, maybe Jordan was a better player. I mean, you have to have like a really open, flexible mentality when it comes to sports to think that way. I came up thinking that Michael Jordan was the best basketball player of all time. Because he was during that period. Yeah, he was during that period. But at but at this point. As, yeah. as a fully grown adult that can talk about sports and understand other people's point of view. Breaking news, key race alert. If you want to tell me, if you want to make an argument for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. being a better overall basketball player than Michael Jordan, I'll listen to you that. Open to that, okay. I'll also listen to you if you think that Wilt is a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. Right. What about the Black Mamba? Or, 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 or the Black Mamba oh, really? or LeBron. Okay. I will listen to you tell me right. any of your reasons for it. Right. But... Most people are not like that. 90 to 95% people are like, no, LeBron is the GOAT all time, period. I don't want to hear. Did you see those people who beat the shit out of that dude who said fuck Kobe in LA the other day during the basketball? It's insane. They beat the shit out of this guy. Bad time to say that, though. Absolutely. (laughs) It's a horrible time to say something like that. Read the room a little bit. (laughs) But that, I mean, that's just a microcosm of like what it is in terms of like conversations. People are not willing to listen to what you think. But that's the thing with the the whole Kobe thing. You're not being objective. You're just like, I like this guy and I want to elevate him to a certain point. I watch both players. Kobe was a great player. I mean, even Phil Jackson has said in terms of basketball skills, in terms of handles and actual like skill. That you that you learn, right. not God given talent, but skill. He has said Kobe was a better was was a more skillful player than Michael Jordan. Look, I I love Kobe, man, but he had a lot of bad games in big moments. The last championship they won, he was six for twenty four. They won, okay, nothing. And I love Kobe, but when's the last time LeBron in a big moment besides the twenty eleven Mavs oh, series, yeah. which was almost a decade ago, has not shown up? Like. He doesn't. His game is not as beautiful as some of these traditional shooting guards, the fadeaways. He doesn't have that finesse to his game, and he doesn't have the the jaw jut, Russell Westbrook, Michael Jordan. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Cut your throat mentality. If he did, probably this would be a moot point. If he had Kobe's tenacity, of v- uh, visceral tenacity, yeah, I'm sure everybody'd be like LeBron's a guy. By the way, but the, he doesn't. The most equitable way, I mean, just to kind of undercut the six and O, oh, what a perfect record it is. And it's a great record, right? I mean, hard to dispute that. But any season that you play the full season, 
that you didn't win the title, just to be equitable, has to count as a loss. Yeah. Because basically you only make the, the, the championship, uh, the NBA Finals, when you have a dominant enough team to win it. That's not really indicative of anything. Like if, if you had a, a, like a, a 10 good teams and six of those teams won a title and you're like six and four, so, that's not a knock against you. So, so, so do you think this Lakers title, not because of the bubble, but right. do you think it's a little bit of tainted because no. of the fact that he had another top five player playing with him? No. I mean, Jordan had no? Pippen. Yeah, no, no. Pippen was arguably a top five player. Also, too. honestly, he by was. By the way. That's debatable. As, as I've said many, that's many very times. very debatable. I many, mean, some would say our ADs. Debatable sometimes. No, but, but that top five. Scott, but Scottie Pippen is not at the same level as AD, but like he was very complimentary to MJ because he's a very good defender. But what I'm saying is, but Scottie Pippen is also the best defensive wing, right? That's yeah, better so than like Jordan. He complimented Ooh. Jordan. Very he's the best defensive wing uh, in the maybe NBA. Maybe more versatile, but Scottie Pippen doesn't have any p- defensive player of the year. Doesn't matter. Ask anybody who knows anything; they'll all tell you Pippen was the man on that team on on the defensive end. Jordan was great too, but also they're like one A one B. But I would. Pippen was it an doesn't matter player. whether he was a defensive player of the year or not. No, what matters is that they were they were an all time duo. If you mentioned the best duels of all time, Jordan Pippen get mentioned. No, 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 no. Time out. We're talking about defensive players, right? Jordan has a defensive player of the year Pippen on his was resume. Actually a very good Pippen, defensive player, though. Pippen I'm was not saying he wasn't. Player. I'm not saying he wasn't. But what I'm saying is there were a lot of times where they put the most defensive, most difficult defensive assignment on Pippen. Because they needed Mike to to to, to, yeah. to 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 conserve his energy for the offensive side of the floor. But if you're talking about who the actual better defender is, I don't know if I'm giving oh, Pippen really? that you over it's, over it's Jordan. Close? It's like too close to it, call. It doesn't even matter. Mike was the defensive player of the I year. Know, but I thought it, there was a nice little uh, room between. I the mean, two. Le- like, uh, I argue, arguably LeBron should have been defensive player of the year one of the years in Miami. They didn't give it to him, but arguably LeBron could have been defensive player of the few times. But the point I'm making is that yes, he had AD. Yes, you're right. But every great player has had great players they've I'm, won with. I'm playing devil's advocate yeah. for the record. For the record, for the record, I think if you win a championship, you win a championship, and you should deserve the respect for it. I mean, when's the last time a, a team won with a singular superstar? The Mavs? When's the last time? It hasn't I mean, really— It's Kawhi singular. Yeah, I mean, Mavericks. Had, you know. Kawhi. Yeah, that's and, a good and, and Kawhi last year, yeah. Kawhi I don't know, but year. Kyle Lowry, that was a season right. bet. It wasn't uh, like— uh, Kyle Lowry is not a superstar. Everybody maybe. needs another guy. AD is usually. a superstar. Yeah, Kyle Lowry is not a superstar. Everybody usually but needs it was, another guy. It was LeBron, AD, and a bunch of scrubs. So They're not scrubs anymore, scrub- man. Don't, you, you believe that? You need to give them their due, yeah. dog. Give them you their due. You believe dudes. that? I'm sticking with it. <laughs> okay. it's not the Anyways, I thought that the Lakers were the favorite from the very beginning of the playoffs. Right. Agreed. And, it, well, and by the from way. From the first couple of games, you could tell, okay, Clippers are not ready for this Well, Vegas shit. had Clippers as the favorite. Odds on betting favor, but they did. But once yeah. you saw what Dallas was doing, then the more you're yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I think once people saw, I don't they, know they thought the By the way, uh, just uh, uh, an o- overarching point. Uh, despite all of the chaos in in, in uh, baseball and basketball during the seasons, the best teams are winning out. Like the two best teams in yeah. baseball are in Chalk, the finals. Uh, the, I mean, Milwaukee didn't make it through, but like the Lakers were one of the two best teams, and they won. So it seems like no matter all of the disruption throughout. I think that's good, Things though. Things just end up being what if the heat, they If were. the Heat would have won, there probably would have been an asterisk, probably, right? Like, right. oh, yeah, they, they timed it right. They right. were just lucky. Right. But the Lakers won, so I think people say, you know what? The best team won, and they should have won. Just like, I mean, the NFL is not a shortened season, but, you know, in college, if, I don't know, one of these teams, like Ohio State wins. Right, the Ohio State. Yeah, but even they only play six or seven games. I think people won't asterisk them because they're like, well, it's Ohio State. Before we move on, right, LeBron is an amazing player. Right. I yeah. think we all we can all agree on that. 
And I, and I think that everybody has a, has a right to decide who their goat is. Right. And nobody needs to push you to think that who their goat is is better than your goat, right? Yeah. I think. Uh, uh, but it's fun. Uh, yeah, it is. It is fun, <laughs> but it's also stale as fuck. How long have yes. people been talking about LeBron James and Michael Jordan being one and two, or I who mean, is better than the it's other? Not even a fair comparison. Every single their, their discussion. Games are so different. Yeah. Every yeah. single discussion that I, I hear about basketball now is. LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. Well, I, I will, in my opinion, I will say that I think LeBron is the greatest athlete of all time. In my opinion, I don't think I've never seen anybody. I think he can pick up a football and still be top five football player. Like that guy. What if LeBron wins two more? And he, let's say do a three peat. Well, a three so, so, If he wins two more, if he wins two more, I think that you can't even. It's not a debate at that point. The guy never went to a game seven right. in the and finals. The, the, the he did go to the game seven in the playoffs multiple times, but in the finals, yes, mm, he never. A went few to game times, seven. but yeah. in the finals, and when it when all the marbles were on the line. Yeah, but he also didn't face off against a dynastic team like yeah, the Warriors you know four yeah, years yeah, yeah. in a row, an all time cool. great that's team. To, that's totally cool. I'm, I, 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 I definitely don't want to get into all I that. I do think, though, that, that LeBron <laughs> win over the Warriors should count for two 73 titles. and It's stale, <laughs> Benny. It's stale as fuck. It's a very stale <laughs> argument, okay? That's why I was saying. Let's but, not get too deep into it. But before we it's go, be- not to. I, I completely agree with you. So let, let, let's just let bygones be bygones and let, let's, let, let's move on. Before we move on to the same topic, yeah. we dropped one topic over the weekend that we were about to discuss. Which is? Which is... What the fucking UGA Bulldogs did on Saturday. Ooh, what Stetson <laughs> did. I mean, that, Georgia was playing well for two and a half quarters. Hold on. Yeah. Do you believe that if that game is in Athens, we win that game? Well, uh, m- my long-held position is that uh, even though I've been disproven many, many times, I don't believe in home field advantage. Again, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Many, that's true. Many, many times. Erpen, what do you think? Do you think if that game was played in Athens, UJ would have would have figured out a way to win that game? No, because I thought Georgia's defense was going to be better than they were last Saturday. And uh, the way Alabama pushed them the second half, I was like, what does it matter where they're playing? Ben, did you get a chance to watch the game, the Ben? First half I, 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 did, I didn't get a chance to watch the game, so my opinion doesn't count. That's okay. So what I notice – I mean, do you, by the way, do you consider – I, the SEC title game in Atlanta, uh, home field is just like a neutral site. Nah, okay. no. So I mean, if, if the stadium is 50-50, right. then I don't. But when they came to Athens, they curb stomped all over. I mean, like, I don't. It's going to be they Alabama. Did. That was a while ago, right. though. Yeah, that was a long time that was a while, yeah. and, I, and I'm not saying right. that we. That, right. my, my opinion so is you, not that we would have beaten them if the game was in Athens. I think we probably could have gotten a couple of more breaks as far right. as. Maybe if there was like a terrible call. I mean, the, don't you think the biggest problem with this particular game Stetson was... Stetson Bennett. Yes. Let me beat you to it. Yes. Stetson Bennett. The mailman. There were so many times in that game where... Okay, so we're up 24-20, right? Yes. Going into, going into uh, the, 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 the yeah. second yeah. half, yeah. right? Yeah. All of a sudden, they come out. They, 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 they score a touchdown. 27-20. Yeah, and we're right. driving down the field. We're inside the 20-yard yeah. line. And... All, all we need is three points right. there. Just get us three points. Right. And that was a tipped pick, right? It, but it was a horrible it was throw. A, yeah, it was a terrible throw. It yeah. was a terrible also, do, do throw. Do you believe in the – I mean, there are a lot of shorter quarterbacks, but do you believe his height is – Absolutely. There were, so many, there were so many batted passes. There yeah. were so many batted passes yeah. in that game. But that's fine. I'm okay with batted passes, okay? Right. The first batted passes, you gave the ball to them right back after we had a turnover. Exactly. But we still went up. Right. Right? My problem is – what what is going on with our coaching in that situation? The offensive coordinator, what that should be is, what should be going into that headset yeah. is 
Don't take any chances. Let's tie the game at 27 and right. then see where our luck lands us. So do you, do you, you ascribe some of the blame on the coach? Because Absolutely. It, because what I've noticed is that the Georgia first half, they either hang with them or they're better than them. And then the second half, at some point, things shift. We winged it. Right. We winged it. We're just like, he, he just got down there and he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to right. try to force this right. touchdown. So what are they telling the, the this players? This ain't high school. Right. But what do you Take the points. What do you think they're telling them during the half? Like more of that? No, I think I think the what? mistake was was sending the play call down and being like, okay, you know, look for this. If this is not there right. and you see danger, do not fucking throw that ball. Right. Let's take the points. Right. Let's make it 27-27 yeah, right. because it's still a game right. at that point. Exactly. But when you throw an interception, they take it back to the 50. Right. They score on the next right. play. Now you're down 34-24. Now you're down 10 instead right. of being tied. Yeah, you're That's up a four, huge yeah. difference. In like 10 minutes of game time, it was – a four-point lead to like a ten-point. Ten minutes of real time, yeah. you mean? Actually, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Corrected. Ten minutes right. of real yeah. time. Right. It was a very quick turnaround. It was like bam. Within right. like two minutes, it was like right. we could have been up, you know, twenty-seven up, you and now been, we're yeah. ten down. Yeah, you can. And then went. once that happened, it was just. But they that, ran away with. But it. that that interception, the clean, terrible interception he threw after the tip, was like Peyton Manning level of bad. <laughs> it is the absolute worst interception I've ever seen. He was running to the sidelines and he almost threw it against his body, but there is no friendly there. It's it was all so enemies. Bad. All of, it all was off, so it's like there's nobody Nothing but crimson. Yeah. I'm nothing like, but crimson in the you, area. Like war like what, what were you thinking? Like if it was like a tight window, maybe I got a rocket arm coach, I had to do it. Mm-hmm. Like if it would be a gunslinger, but like maybe try to do like Mahomes. He's got one of those such a weird weak uh, Yeah, he's got a weak arm and there's nobody within like, I, like it was play the, within your game. Yeah, play yeah. within your game. Play right. within who you right. are to make it happen. I think he would buy You're it. not Patrick Mahomes. Right. He was buying it to his own bullshit because a lot of people were like, "Oh, st-. oh, like, the mailman, yeah, mailman." Like, Every man. time somebody pats him on the back, mailman. But isn't that isn't that what a isn't that to knock against Jake Fromm? He stayed too in his lane too often. And this guy is basically Jake Fromm two point oh. Right, like a shorter Jake Fromm. Shorter, yeah. less but athletic, risk, less. Apparently. Yeah, but you need to know your, 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 your limits. Well, take some solace in the fact that you're not Georgia Tech, who got pounded by nearly 70 but points. But it was an expected pounding. By your own co- I, wait, but to you know by, what? How many semi-notable programs have lost within their own conference I, to a team that has 70 points almost? I think Listen. Clemson had like mm. four quarterbacks get their turn. Me, me, me too, coach. <laughs> Put me It in. was like, Oprah, you get a touchdown, and you yeah. get a touchdown, and you yeah. get a touchdown. So at least you're not us. Right, right but I mean – Georgia Tech is not a top five team, right? I mean, it was like a two versus three, and yeah. that was a bad showing in the second half. I mean, the first half was fine, but the second half was like, what are we doing? Like, and I don't know. I mean, Kirby Smart recruits very well, but I'm not sure. We've had the best recruiting class right. three out of like the last right. five years. And we even fucked it's up, time to coach them up. And we, f- and we screw up the, the good recruiting, too. You, you know what you guys like remind three, me like, of? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so we, were, like, we were actually talking about this right before we started the podcast. But I don't understand, and I was saying this to Ham a little while ago, I don't understand how you work so hard for these five-star quarterback recruits like Jacob Eason, who's now in the NFL. Justin Fields. Justin Fields, who's now probably going to be the number two pick. Joe Tarashinsky. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, these guys are top, top talents. Some point you have to be able to meld your program to make it work for these right, guys. Right. Justin Fields is a Heisman uh, Trophy hopeful last right. year and this year. Right. And I also think having multiple five stars at quarterback is actually a hindrance. Like you can feed enough uh, touches for running backs if you have multiple five stars, but like if you have 
two or three. Like I think Fromm was like a four star. Like it wasn't like some some listen nobody. Listen, but when you have too many people and then you can't give them an opportunity to start, they would rather maybe the book on Georgia will be, don't trust them. They'll overcommit and then they'll put somebody else. Look, Bama is Georgia's kryptonite, man. They just can't beat them. I don't know what it is. They just can't it, get it over is the the hill. weird circular thing where Georgia always has Albert's but, number. Yeah, I mean Auburn that, that's pretty Alabama's obvious. Number, and then Alabama. We can't Alabama. we, we can't no. get over the Alabama hump. Yeah. But what but, but what I do want to say is I think a lot of times our coach Co- Coach Smart yeah. gets too into heart. You have this thing where it's like, oh, the the more intangibles, the more talent. We gotta give it. We gotta give it to the guy who we feel has got the most heart. Listen, the SEC is not. Uh, you have to have talent. Right. You have to have talent to win in the SEC. You have to. So, you know, all these times that they're, that they're giving this, these jobs to guys like Jake Fromm and to guys like Stetson Bennett, right. when you have five-star talent right. on the bench and you refuse they, to change your offense. Because right, yeah. we could have changed that right, offense exactly. to cater it right, towards right, Justin Field. Right. We just decided, no, we're a pro-style right. offense, right. and we're not about right. that. And also, in the SEC, you need to have talent, and also the coaches have to have judgment. I mean, right. like, uh, exactly. Saban in a championship game – Switching quarterbacks to, uh, when he sees things and then hurts. the way. Smart yeah. would never. And do then that. he did it again the next yeah, year with Hurts. Smart, Smart would never do that. So, t- so the he would just. You gotta around. have guts, yeah. bro. You gotta, you gotta have, have guts. Yeah. To the listeners out there, you know I'm, I'm a versatile sports fan, so I'm gonna make a comparison to tennis, which is a little oh. bit far-reaching. But Roger guy. Federer was the presumptive goat for many, many years. Took the reins from Pete Sampras, probably right for tennis oh, fans. We're not gonna have there. another LeBron. Okay. Okay. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> but there was a thing where LeBron James. There was a thing where as he started to get better and better, Federer, Nadal, Rafael Nadal came up and he started to win more and more. And Federer could never win the French Open right. because that was Nadal's thing, the king of clay, right? So Federer tried every – he made it to multiple French Open finals and Nadal whipped his ass. He just could not get over this hump. Federer finally won the French Open. How did he win? Nadal got upset early right. and he didn't have to face well, you know, him in the first final. Of all, not- so this is how Georgia – Conquers Alabama, they don't face them, but to and be, they go on to win a title right. and they down you for Alabama. But I think, I mean, Nadal. It never I mean, happens. Not not to discount Nadal's uh, achievements, but he is mostly clay. Like he doesn't, he's not well. On I bet any he's other won like court. six or seven know, but, majors I mean, on the surfaces. But I yes. said earlier that uh, home field doesn't matter. Yep. I mean, that is a like that setting. He always wins. Uh, no, I agree. But I think but, like of his twenty majors, I think that's like most of them. No, there is, but I'm just saying there's a mental thing where like. The year I think that Alabama has a down year, Georgia will probably have a down year as well, but right. that would be the year right. to pounce. And, yes, you'll have some people labeling uh, Alabama fans for sure will give you an asterisk. Hey, you didn't have to face us this year. Right. But I don't know. that This is just it's just something. And Georgia's talented enough right. to beat Alabama, yeah. correct? They That's are, right. right? It's not like when you're watching the game, it's like, man, Alabama's so much yeah. better. Georgia can hang with Alabama. They just don't win. They just, I feel like Alabama just, they're like the Kobe Shaq Lakers. They just turn it on. Right. This is out coach, man. I think that Kirby has to figure out a way to put the best talent on the field. Right. Put the best talent on the field and cater the system to whatever that talent shows you, right? So, okay, you have a pro style, uh, pro style offense. I don't care. Right. Also, if you, you have the number one dual threat right. quarterback in America, right. make it a fucking spread also, offense. Also, to, to, to add to your point, you recruited them. Like, you knew what they're, right? Exactly. Like they he just, was, you knew he was a dual right. threat quarterback like, coming, out yeah. of, coming out of high school. So, it's what dumb, are you yeah. surprised yeah. about? It's dumb, yeah. Maybe they're like the airline industry. You just overbook your talent roster. Yeah. You just say, we're just going to get everybody <laughs> that's good. Like that, overbook Asian everybody. Guy yeah, <laughs> we'd rather him play for us and be on the bench than to go the opponent and start. So, hey, man, we'll just pile it all in. Who knows, man?
as a Georgia fan <laughs> and as a Georgia alumni, a lot of the shit that, that we do with our football team just doesn't make sense. Don't even recruit them. Yeah. Don't even recruit these right. guys if you're not going to play right. them. Just right. leave them alone. Let them go somewhere else. You don't win titles by being the top recruiting class. Like They're just padding their stats. If you're going to recruit top talent, you need to have a plan to use Coach them. them up, Kirby. Coach right. them up. Did anybody see that Dak Prescott leg I know, injury? Ham, you have this fetish oh, for leg injuries. Man. I've never seen a leg. <laughs> oh, that that sounds horrible. I was, about to, I was about to respond to Ham, and then you, a fetish for leg injuries? Yeah, I don't have that a fetish. A it go, it, okay, it goes back but to Anderson. He has an obsession okay. of for Ander- leg injuries. Anderson Silva. Does he watch them over and over again? Is he one of those oh, people? No, 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 I'll tell you. So Anderson Silva, a few years ago, you famous UFC fighter, oh, one of the yeah. great, at once considered pound for pound the best, the He's fighter. still like top five. He yeah. was one of the best fighters right. going, like undefeated. Great. He had this gruesome leg injury. He, like, round, not roundhouse, but he kicks this guy in the shin and, like, his bone comes out or something. Dude, you and Ham, that. Yeah, it's and, and we're all out at Edgewood hanging out at night, and Ham's like, yo, you got to see this replay. And Dude, he just on loop leg, showing yeah. everybody this leg injury, and Ham is like, yo, this shit is crazy. Now, you know what I think it is? And every leg injury. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a deplorable person. I am a You're a man. deplorable every, person. Every leg injury since, Ham is always the first one on our group <laughs> chat to be like, yo. This leg injury, holy fucking shit! I have shit. a very uh, and then Ham is always like, if you're squeamish, don't watch it. Yeah, but I watched it. Yeah, goddamn. Hey, hey, I but, give you but, a heads up. Hold on, but did y'all watch that Madden video where it's like, uh, the, like the quarterback drops back and his like, his legs literally just like melt into the ground, <laughs> and then they they take the voiceover of Tony Romo during uh Dak Prescott's injury, yeah. and Tony Romo is just like. I really hope it's just a cramp. Right. <laughs> By the way, yeah. T- Tony Romo Wait, is that what Romo a, said? He was a bit befuddled. <laughs> By the way, so for those who didn't see it, it looked for a second because your eyes. So you saw? Did you see it live? I, I saw it like half a second. Like my brother, maybe it's like a family thing. Okay. But my brother was like, "Yo, you got to see this." Right? But <laughs> it, oh, like you know, your, eye, your, your eyes see what they expect to see. So sometimes it takes a second. Like, what are my eyes telling me? Because it looked like his shoe came out. Oh, shit. I knew it as soon as I saw it. So, like, Tony Romo was saying, oh, boy, hopefully he can, uh, you know. He's like, I really hope that it's just a cramp. And his, his, like, leg is at, like, a 75-degree angle. And you're like, oh, my God. perpendicular to the rest of his leg. And he is calling for help. The defender is like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, when you 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 score? (laughs) And Romo's like, Romo's like, Oh my God! I hope it's just a cramp. <laughs> when, when you Shut see, the fuck up, Tony. When you see football players like crying, and then you see players that weren't even involved in the injury right. looking like holy shit, like right. they're about to puke, yeah. squeamish. Yeah, squeamish. That's when you know. Yeah. Oh, half hey. of them are looking Slim. away. Listen, Doug. Dak is like trying to put his leg back he, together. Yeah. He's like trying to trying to put it back in like a 180 degree angle. Right. He's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And By the way, and he looks at it and he's like, I can't do it. And he's like. He's waving right. over to like yeah. the like the trainers yeah, and right, and sure. the medical personnel that's on the that's on the side, right? And Tony is just like, <laughs> he's oh trying to see what's going on. Like what, what what's going on? Yeah. I hope it's just a cramp in his. <laughs> well, camp. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a good thing he signed that fat contract. By the way, no, he, he, did, not. he, he did, did not. He got his contract. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he just signed it. Yeah, year. but 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 don't you don't you feel like at this point like Dallas is kind of well you know what it's the NFL. I, w- to, I was about to say they're okay, they're kind of obligated to, to, to give him they need to give him a contract. I think they're gonna tag him again, but they need to bring Fitzpatrick in just like Fitzpatrick. The defense you mean the guy that got superseded I by? I can't this believe weekend? that he just lost his job. Uh, he almost kind of like gives Fitz him Magic. Like, yeah. Okay, so I um. I'm going to give a little shout-out here. I'm going to transition next segment here. I'm going to give a shout-out to our buddy on the left coast, Brunov, 
who performed one of the bravest acts of medicine I've ever seen in person. Oh. Popping a guy's shoulder right. back in place in after Austin, he fucking right? yeah. face planted into a, a pool of water. But th- there's, a, there's a parallel here, a little bit about uh, blown leads this year. Right. There's been, uh, if you go back to the NFL, the Chiefs, they came back from multiple double-digit deficits to win the Super Bowl. It was like, oh, wow, the Chiefs, they're unstoppable. You never know when to count them out. Yeah. The NBA, we know the Nuggets, multiple 3-1 deficits. They overcame MLB postseason. A team almost overcame 3-0 to make it to the World Series, and then the Dodgers obviously broke our hearts and overcame 3-1. POTUS, right? Oh, Donald J. Trump. our dear leader. 538.com has him as a double-digit lead in the in the polls. That's okay? right? Hold on. Right? So another double-digit lead, okay? But I'm gonna first we're going to talk about a ancillary is kind of related to Trump. Uh, it's kind of a silly topic. I'll let this Ham is not ancillary at all. It's well, not this topic will be. Let him introduce this next. How topic. dare you? How dare you? I'll but introduce I'm just saying, him. Trump yeah. double digit lead. First just, of all, I mean, double digit deficit. By, by, by Benjamin will introduce it, but before we get there, I just want to say about this. So, one way to, because all these stupid stats and their numbers, like fuck all these stats, right? But a long, a few years ago in, in 2016, when the previous election happened. Uh, they were saying, oh, Hillary's got like an 80-something, 90-something, yeah. da, 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 da. Money in the bank. And then one person, I think it was the 538 people, they said that basically Hillary losing would be the equivalent of an NFL-caliber kicker shanking like a 37-yard. I'm like, oh, my God, I've seen that all the yeah, time. But that's what happens. That happens all the time. Why did you just say that? Look at all these other numbers. Fuck you. Have they watched the same people that had the heat beating the Lakers and the championship. That editor-in-chief needs to be fired because they must not understand football. They're like, 37 yards? That sounds far. No, no, no. No, they don't understand basketball either. You should make it, but it happens. All I'm saying is no double-digit lead is safe this year in sports. So why is a double-digit lead this no double digit no double digit lead this year is safe in life. Right. This year, like the end result, what did I say earlier? The best teams make it through, right? Uh, Even though we don't have best anything. Oh, Biden's the, the best team. No. He's like the LeBron James. He's just not the other guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. But anyway, Binyam, <laughs> tangentially related to Trump, there was, first of all. Let's I, talk I, about I gotta, my devout worshiper, the brown devout for, worshiper. For such of Trump. a uh, flawed character, a lot of people think highly of Trump. And some people go to great lengths to show their reverence for him. And yeah. uh, there's this Indian man, Binyam, if you could tell us what happened. His name is Raju, by the way, Raju. Yes. yes. So Raju was, he hails Trump as a god. And actually yes. he got popular, I think in 2016 when he got elected. Um, he made all these shrines, blessing six, the, you know, blessing and praying for the Trump. Trump. And yeah. yeah, I mean, he's like, he's like, a, he's been worshiping Trump for a while. Trump has actually even acknowledged him a few times. Oh, did really? He, he's a <laughs> great man. Out. You know, um, and sadly, uh, when he contracted COVID, apparently he got super upset and he went into super prayer mode and he prayed and um, fasted. He fasted for four nights. You can't die from prayer. Which, okay, brown people fast all the time for religious reasons, okay? Whether Trump is (laughs) worthy of a religious purpose fasting, okay. Just a question, Benjamin. Is this uh, the second Indian person that Trump has acknowledged after the Prime Minister Modi? (laughs) He had a commercial. He Indian did the people, thumbs up. He people like Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. than you would think. Yeah. I know many Indian people that have voted I'll, for Trump. Also, yeah, also like let's let's business. okay, so yeah. you know, despite how um how crazy I think this story is, right. RIP to this man. And let's give him his full name. It's it's Busa Krishna Raju. This guy this guy this guy <laughs> this guy felt like he needed to dedicate his life. And possibly, you know, his end 
and his transition into the next the right. next life. He said he dreamed. He saw Trump in his For dreams. For Donald J. That is incredible, man. Bro. That's incredible. Like a, if there's like an afterlife Yelp review, say, man, I did all this. <laughs> Bad decision. <laughs> you let me die. Worst God ever. This is well, terrible. Well, well, according to the stats, somebody had to go. Right. So maybe this was like an even exchange. Right. What but did we get in return? Oh, you mean exchange. Trump got corona, Indian, Indian guy fasted, he one gave of them his life so that the balance of the so universe. Donald J could survive. But my question, my question to everybody is, his prayers worked. It right? did not work. You know, it did work because he, he was praying for Trump yeah. to get better. Right. But to be fair, you have like a 98, 99% when one door opens, no one door closes, like, man. It's a pretty high... That depends on if you believe that Donald J. Trump was actually sick or not. But my question is, who prayed for this guy? He didn't have like a backup plan. Yes. <laughs> it, it, prayer, His wife was like, "You, fuck your ass, man. You ain't even worthy of prayer, man. I ain't gonna go <laughs> pray for that guy." <laughs> Do you think he's like, "I don't need you. I'm good." <laughs> I know it's very crude for us to be laughing at a dead man. First of all, like, are these stories even real? I'm not I laughing when at I any hear dead these man. Stories right. How legitimate? I mean, they I was are. laughing at a dead man, but uh, <laughs> do you think at some point you're the young man? is a bad idea like nobody stopped him Indian people fast all the time for no, many many days on, man. so he probably thought fast. whatever I'll be alright by the way Muslims right they fast all the time every like nine months look look I think I think he was inspired by Mama D. Gandhi Who? but I mean he had a big much bigger you call. know that guy Mama D. Gandhi <laughs> <laughs> Mohandas Mohand Gandhi Mohammed Mohammed Gandhi how dare you Mohammed well, they always call him like Mamadi or whatever his name is. So, uh, <laughs> who's that guy? Muhammad Gandhi. <laughs> he fasted to essentially get freedom from the from the British, right? Wait, is this like the uh, cops were created to stop uh, black right. people take <laughs> I take or is this real? By the way, I always thought that, that was like a weird negotiating tactic. You're gonna they relented, right? Like, all right, they're like, all right, <laughs> cool, man. Yes, they relented, Ben. I'm listening. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm listening. Yeah. So then, so then, Roger was like, "Oh, this guy did it. Mama Dia, whatever his name is, right. he did it. It worked. Maybe if I fast, but first of all, how many people work fast? Too? Any people fast all the time? I fasted for my wedding." The first like twelve hours. You're supposed to fast to ensure good luck and all that. Every Indian people fast. How long did it take? Twelve hours. That sounds like intermittent fasting. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, that shit worked. I'm still married. (laughs) By the way, how long did it take for you to die? Four days, apparently. (laughs) Was Trump wasn't even in the hospital for four days? Yeah, no, no, no. Nobody told us. Nobody told Roger. Great news. Speaking from a medical perspective, there's no way somebody can die from fasting in four days unless you have something else going on. Okay. What if if Roger had a diabetic, or you know, if he had had some kind of other issue going on? Yes, it takes a week just to die from not having water. Right. So yeah. So it's like. So it takes about a month. It takes about a few weeks to a month. For you to pass away from not eating. That's gotta be a so this guy had yeah. some other shit going okay. on that we don't know about. Okay. No, no, he had some he had some heart issues. So he, he died exactly. due to a heart attack. He had some pre-existing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He had some pre-existing conditions that Trump yeah, would not be okay with. That's his pre-existing. <laughs> I like conditions. how you twisted that time. <laughs> Again, not laughing at it. Swear to my God. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know this is not limited to some r- random guy in India. If you Google, he's a like, deity among people. No, evangelicals think that this he's like a chosen oh, person. Oh, like he's like a imperfect vessel. Oh, man. And so they're, they're, they have these like uh, I don't want to say it's erotica art or whatever, but it's like this like fan art where like Trump is like sitting at the I've Oval Office and like God is like I've seen that massaging him or something. Like, Miskozi, Miskozi. There is no one less religious. But hold on, Trump. do they not? Uh, do these uh, evangelical people do, do they not always feel like this about every Republican guy? Or is no, Trump? Okay, no. So Trump is unique yeah, in that sense. Yeah, they okay. think, oh my God, this guy. Well, was that's a credit to him to draw, stir up he, this kind I'm of. I'm telling you, man. 
I am more religious. It's than not him. a fucking. Loyalty. It's not a credit. Let me tell you something, okay? Trump was a celebrity before he was the president of right. the United States, right? right. Everybody knows been that, around, right? Yeah. But the amount of celebrity worship that, and I know this is not something that we were planning to speak on, right. but the amount of celebrity worship that goes on in this country is abhorrent. For right. Trump or for anybody? They're, like literally, Generally speaking. For everybody. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was looking at a post from Fanta, and she what had a post Fanta? of this lady who had, she had committed suicide she as a tribute to Beyonce. The singer? Whoa, whoa. Oh, let's, wow. let's be careful yes. before we start talking about Beyonce. You're right, you're right. You're hold right. on, hold on. I'll take it back. I'm going to let you I'll take it back, baby. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. We love Beyonce. What did you hope to accomplish? There's I don't love Beyonce. She there's, a, there's a church of Beyonce in California. Why wouldn't there be a church of Beyonce I'm, in California? Wait, How do I join? Well, you heard the point that I just made, right? Celebrity worship is very no, dangerous like, in so this country. About, I mean, Beyonce, she, she. They go to church and they sing, they sing church hymns about Beyonce. Like, wh- like how is that hard to understand like her, for you? Like from her tra- from her albums or like surfboard, surf. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, she didn't have any religious music. I don't. Yeah, think. like I think, I think she used to be a church going girl. All, they sing all of her about, songs. I, look, I they sing Beyonce, all of her songs, and it's it's called the Church of Beyonce. This is a real thing. Look it up. Chanel, well, what look what it does up. it matter? There's a church for everybody. <laughs> I'm on it. And, and, <laughs> we got a research and, and, department. And she'll read it. some of she'll read some of this out for y'all. But, there is okay. an actual church of. So what I'm saying is, it's not just the fact that he's a politician and people right. have their hand on his shoulder. People yeah. think that Jesus has his hand on it. It's just celebrity worship. But that's all it comes but down what's to. What's wrong with Beyonce? Is the question. This is the okay. So so there's what's nothing wrong, wrong with Beyonce. We love Beyonce very yeah. much. Let the record show. Let the record show that everybody on this show thinks that Beyonce is an amazing superhuman yeah. person. Yeah, okay, but the 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 Thick point the point save lives. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that's a good motto right there. I need a soldier. <laughs> Where they at? But I mean, celebrity worship. Okay, why why were we discussing? There's this everywhere with social media, everything. There's there's probably a fan site for every celebrity you can think of, man. Right, like Asterowicki probably has a fucking church too somewhere back in Addis. What I'm saying is, even growing up as a kid, you know, in the states, back in like the 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 90s and 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 and, you know, even before that, Mm -hmm. like you always hear rappers talking about how amazing Donald Trump is, and you know how they want to be the next Donald Trump or the black Donald Trump or the whatever, 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 like. I mean, he, he just became even more famous after that. He became like the Celebrate. like the apprentice guy. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, it just right. kind of snowballed into something different. So all these people that think that he's incredible and amazing and, 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 and all these things, like, yeah, but, part, part of it is not just him being president. It's part of part of it is people that are like, you know what I mean? Praising. But it's like, a mixture. It's, it's like a mixture of celebrity worship and like. I, I know everybody always says this, but like mental health. Like you can't be in your right state of mind. Yeah, absolutely. All, absolutely. Did, did mental Beyonce, health is definitely a did big Did Beyonce issue. or even Trump like ask for this? I want human sacrifice by tomorrow? Listen, right. Nelly was talking about 20 years ago. Let me in now. Let me in now. Bill Gates, Donald Trump, let me in now. Right. Bill Gates is a legitimate fucking right. multi, 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 multi billionaire. But Trump is like outwardly flashy. But Trump like is rap- outwardly flashy. Like a rapper. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how that's how he gets into the same sentence right. with somebody like right. Bill Gates, who actually is right. filthy rich right. and we, can we give all know, away his fortune. I mean, we can all understand why Donald Trump engenders so much worship, right? We, He's we flashy. It. He was in yeah. Home Alone. Like, Come on, man. He it. was but with Macaulay Culkin. But, but yeah. also, but I'm an asshole and I'm successful still. And people want Indeed. to be that. 
Like, I, I want to be, you know, I don't be nice. I want yeah. to be an asshole and get away with it, you know. Is that your? I mean, your what 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 does it take to pay off a porn star to not say anything about your whole situation? Out of all the politicians, when you ask for a favor, like if you say, "Hey, Trump, I'll give you this, and you give me that," he's one of the few that'll actually follow through on whatever that is. He, I'll give him credit for that. He shirks. He'll a lot deliver of on that. He stiffs, not just porn stars. He stiffs, <laughs> every, like contractors. He doesn't pay anybody. Uh, take, no, no, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the little people. He'll take your side of the deal. And the say, I'll get back to you, man. Let the record show. <laughs> let the record show that he actually said he does not stiff porn stars. <laughs> they are not his type. Unlike no, some I'm people saying, like for all the groups, for all the people that like he's trying to get to get on his side, right? Like he actually delivers something. Like there's something tangible that they're getting. What? Okay, for like for example, uh, I think lately the the new thing is. The like he's trying to get all these black celebrities. I think uh, Ice Cube recently oh, just endorsed him, right? So right on time, way, baby. Right way, on I, time. Can I say something? So right back in the in the nineties, uh, New Gingrich from Georgia, he oh, had yeah. a contract with America. This whole ruse to get people to support Republicans, yep. and it worked. And uh, you know they turned the house. Uh, Ice Cube has now a contract with Black America. So he took the New Gingrich plan mm-hmm. and made it into this thing. So. His uh, Ice Cube's thing was like he kind of approached both camps, and Trump is always trying to get some of the black vote. Of course. So he was kind of placating Ice. He's not gonna follow up on anything, but so, like he's just placating. How did he get Ice Cube to lend a you know an ear to listen? Well, basically, Ice Cube's argument, which kind of makes sense, is basically like I'm not gonna cut myself half. You know, like there are two major parties. Yeah, let me try to work with I'm the dude gonna, even though yeah, he's a dick. Like yeah. whomever is open to what my ideas are, I'm gonna go with, with that. You know? Wait, wait, wait. Ice Cube's involvement in this whole thing goes back a few months, if not a few years, because Ice Cube had some cockamamie scheme about having a new uh, basketball league. Yeah, right? still going. Big and three. The big three. Yeah. And he contracted with some overseas investor who decided to pull out for some reason. So Ice Cube decided to try to send the power and the force behind the U.S. The US government to go overseas to get this guy. Right. Now, of course, with the way that the administration works and the quid pro quo, Ice Cube sees anything interacting government to government as being Trump's people. Right. Okay. right? And he so sees an opportunity. He sees yeah. an opportunity. Right. So that might be where that relationship was developed. Right. I don't know Ice Cube. Right. He's a savvy businessman. Right. And also, you, he survived. you can probably like, like just say a lot of glowing things about Trump and he'll do your bidding just so he can kind of get some recognition. Oh, yeah, man. Bro. That's what Benya was saying. You got you to so, play the game a little bit, a little so, bit with him. Right. So, so, so I, that was great information and, and great insight. But, but so what do you what do you take from that entire thing as far as um, like, do, do you think Ice Cube's move right now was legit? Is, you, do you think it's legitimate? Look, and I mean, he's asking. So, okay, what did Ice Cube do? For, let's, fill, let's fill in the listeners. What did Ice Cube do? What, what's so controversial about what he did? So, so he's asking for five hundred billion dollars uh, that goes towards African American businesses and, and and the community. And he said, "Look, I'm, whoever wants to invest this much into the black community and black businesses, I'm for you." Right. Right. He said right. billion so, with a B. So, with a B. Wow. With a B. Not five hundred yeah, million, okay. but and what billion. Trump, Trump right? said, "I'll listen." That? So no, so so the Democratic Party essentially said we'll get back to you on that after the election. Right. Ah. Uh, and then Trump's Trump's people were like, or, or the Republicans were like, uh, we'll we'll do it. Right. And just so they can get kind of get, get this vote. political uh, and benefit. then renege later. Right. Right. But also, right. but uh, there are uh, so there's this uh, uh, what's called opportunity zones, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, they yeah. they figure out areas where there are uh, uh, blighted areas and places where 
some infusion of money can kind of bring the, the neighborhood up. But it's based on like zip codes and things like that. So what ended up happening is a lot of like rich parts of the poor zip code mm-hmm. got most of that money and they built whatever they wanted. So is like, this how Brooklyn, like so what happened in Brooklyn or in all these right, other Right, but places? at least Brooklyn's like mostly gentrified. But yeah. these are like, you know, like Baltimore, you know, there'll be some place and they'll yeah. like, oh, this is, I'm technically, I mean, I'm in 30308 in Atlanta, right? I'm sure yeah. there are some bad parts of that zip code, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, like, if we qualified for an opportunity zone... Is this why Boulevard is still a bullshit? Right, yeah. So, like, somebody, yeah, so like you, you can market it as saying, I'm trying to help Boulevard, yeah, yeah. and then you help these fucking schmucks over here on the belt line, yeah, you yeah. know? So, I think if they ever did follow through on whatever uh, uh, Ice Cube wants, it would be something like that. It would be like a bait and switch. Where they'll say we're helping your people. Yeah, like whatever county or city is adjacent to Compton. Right. They'll get a majority. Yeah, they'll of the get money. a majority. Yeah. yeah. So basically, that's. So I mean, I don't know why uh, the Democrats are not very smart sometimes because why not just say yeah? Because they're not in a party. Exactly. They can't do anything anyways, right? Just say yeah. Because they already have the black vote, so they're probably like, why? Yeah, no, but it only takes so much. It can just swing a little bit, you know. I know, but if you're a Republican, you can be like the Democrats promised Black America something, right. and they lied. You should hold them to task. Come vote for us. You sound Whereas like uh, Candace Owens. They can do that. <laughs> a Democrat, if the Democrats said Republicans lied to you, you're not. Don't vote for them. They're probably gonna be like, "What do you have to lose?" Right. Yeah, they got nothing to lose. Like what? One percent of the vote. So they're was, like, whatever. So Democrats always just—they're afraid, right? It's like they feel like they're playing with house money sometimes right. with, with the black vote. But I don't know. Wasn't that like a rally? No, but like, what do you but have my to whole lose? point. My whole point was to say that if you want something and you go to him and say, "Hey, listen, this is what I want. This is what I'll give you." He'll at least give you something in writing saying that. So I can understand why a lot of people will say, okay, well, I'd rather this guy because he's doing something. uh, Although underneath underneath it, there might be some grimy things going on. What do you give to that village over there? Celebrity great uh, Kim Kardashian, she she did the same thing, right? She she found a cause where some woman was arrested for some bullshit drug charges. Okay. And so she uh, went up to the White House like, hey, how about that? And then she got out. So like... There are avenues to take where you can kind of use Trump to your advantage, but it's, it's almost right. it's not. But it's almost like I don't want to say, but it's it's not. It's like blood money. So let's say Trump delivers, right. the Republican Party delivers, and they infuse the most uh, dilapidated communities, minority-driven communities in America with this infusion of cash, right. and it all changes right. within ten years. It changes. It was founded on some blood money with this pact I mean, with the devil. But who gives a fuck? But yeah, it, because if it brought everybody up in your community. But you it, know it's okay. So is this why you're voting for Trump this time around? <laughs> I'm not. But you know, it, you know it's it, it, fuck, fuck guy. It's very. Trans- I do this. It's very transactional with Trump. Uh, the Bob Woodward uh, tapes in the book. He was complaining. Who? So this journalist from uh, uh, the the Watergate era, from back when Nixon was around, yeah. journalist from the Washington Post. He sits down with uh, old man Trump, and Trump just talks out of his ass like he usually does. Mm-hmm. But one of the complaints he had is like, "What's up with all these fucking black like?" I did, you know, basically, he's a very transactional person. I do something for, you know, uh, Kanye's wife. Yeah. The black should be on my side. You and know? Kanye he's is running for president. For right? Huh? Yeah. He's, he's very, yeah. So, like, if, yeah. He, if he's like, I did something, and then the numbers aren't moving in my direction. Like, why didn't you vote up? for me? Yeah. Why, yeah. why did I even do all that? I'm talking y'all up, and nobody. And I you heard didn't all do the rap shit. songs, right? <laughs> what happened to all that? <laughs> vote for me. So, like, he's very, like, he's very keen on, like, why aren't they voting for me when I did A, B, and C? And a lot of people are just like, we can kind of see you through your A, B, and C. But, but don't yeah. you think it's interesting, though, like at a Trump, at one of the first rallies or one of the first presidential things, the convention, the Republican yeah. convention, he had people to come up and say, oh, no, you got it wrong. Trump is not right. racist. Right. 
And I think once you have to have people come up and say, you're not something, you're not something, you probably have a, tr- you have, probably have a race problem. Right, right, yeah. right. If you're like putting out fires, there's a fire. There's <laughs> a so fire. If you have it's like your homegirls you know, trying to date one of your friends and you're like, no, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> Don't listen like to what you heard. Thing, just, like, you he's know, a like, good dude, man. If you it's ever make like a, a girl uncomfortable <laughs> or whatever, they open with like, they work their boyfriend into the conversation just to like, yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. So My boyfriend like loves yeah. this drink. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I didn't even say hello yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> but how often does that actually happen? No, don't listen to anybody. Don't listen to all the rumors. Or if you're calling a girl yeah. and she says, hey, that's a funny joke. Here, tell it again to my boyfriend. That's right, yeah. <laughs> MMA fighter. Farid, <laughs> oh, I feel like you've heard that one a few times. <laughs> it just yes. reminds, me, it reminds me of the story. Uh, we went out with Farid one day at a bar and a girl, like he's talking to his girl and she's like, hey, you want to buy me a drink? He's like, okay. Comes back with a water. <laughs> And he's like, tap water. <laughs> You're good, right? <laughs> so sometimes you got to play right back out of it. Here's your drink. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Biden is not blowing this double-digit lead? Is that the no, consensus? No, he can't. I'm just saying that it would be like a, a chip shot that he can blow. So it's a 37-yarder? No, or? no. I think this would be like a point after. The, uh, the point, like point after that's been pushed ass. a little so bit So you're saying that back? Biden is like the Braves? Yeah, it could be like the Braves, yeah. <laughs> Or exactly. the Georgia well, Bulldogs. Apparently, I was reading there's like, what, 17 million new voters that are like 18, 17 going on 18 that are going to yeah. that can potentially vote. Well, early voting, that, not, early voting numbers look promising. And it looks like a lot of liberals yeah. are going out. So there, essentially, so. That, that should kind of really it, help him yeah. swing things his way. Decide, but, you know, we're going to have one more pod before the election you know, day happens. So I think yeah. we'll go into more predictions then. Right. We'll, get, we'll do a deeper dive into that. Before we do, can I just uh, do a quick aside just yeah go for can it i have a question so you uh, can aside there's this uh legal analyst on cnn oh my right. man by the jeffrey way jeffrey tubin right by the way full disclosure i have like seven of his books i've read like just about every book he's written right where they at though Any, anyways, he's good like, he's, he's good he's damn right good there. there's a lot so anyways he's he, really good he's by the on way. a so hear this he's on a zoom call right he worked for the New Yorker and CNN, right? So he's on a Zoom call, a business call with a, like a New Yorker and like the WNYC, like some radio station. All right. Super sexy voices, by the way. Yeah. The initial story that they comes, got him going. The initial story that comes out is that he is suspended from the New Yorker and he's taking time off CNN because he inadvertently exposed himself. Happens all the time. But so, but was it inadvertent though? So, Maybe he was in his so, drawers. He got up to take so, a piss. So it yeah, so out, like you know, doing the chronological. So this is in the morning, right? When I read that, like oh, morning weird. Right, so yeah. maybe he's like business up top, and then like you know, come back. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Later, we get the full story. You know what he was doing? He was drinking pocket off pool while he is on a Zoom call <laughs> with <laughs> colleagues at the New Yorker and a radio. Well, how did he station. get found out? His excuse is like, oh my gosh, guys, I didn't know. I thought I, I muted the video. But he knew they were so actively listen, even- watching him. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I've had a couple of voodoos. Yes. Um, so, like, so he, he was jerking off he while was he was talking to his wild. colleagues? But not on camera, right? You couldn't see. They saw him. No, but not his. But that's egregious enough. They saw, I mean, there's no video. Okay. But 
That's why he's suspended and he's out okay. of. But what I gotta ask. He is was like, jerking off while talking to his colleagues, right? right? That's yeah, what you're saying. Yes, okay, is, all right. Yeah. Continue. Vinny, Vinny I have could be doing that right now. Vinny's looking down. I feel quite like a you bit. gotta set the table for <laughs> right, for right. for so the, the audience. The question I, I'm posing. I'm just disappointed because I like Jeffrey too. Yeah, and that's the, all. The question I have for y'all, like, how busy does your day have to be? <laughs> that you're trying to sneak in a jerk while you're working on a zoo. Like, you cannot do this ten minutes after you get off the call. You need to do this. Some people right say, have you seen the video? No, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So he, so he has, he has, um, he, he's also responsible for FX's, um, yeah, the people versus OJ. Yes. He's also responsible for that. Uh, he, he, so he does a lot of stuff. Wait, the show? He does the a show? lot of stuff. Yes. You're talking about the show? That's the problem. Are, 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 are you talking about the show, the people versus OJ? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's what like, level of success, level of success do you have to have in this country? To not be freaking ostracized for beating your meat, man. Well, What's up, man? All, There's got to be some level gotta be, of I mean, this, this has, greatness you can achieve. You right? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> right. about? Do you remember? Like, Ronnie? at what level do you get to the <laughs> point where you can like jerk off in front of a bunch of your colleagues hey, man, and people like, oh, so it's just Johnny. It'd be all you know, good, right? remember, sometimes, <laughs> remember, sometimes he's trying to get it off. You know. Remember Louis C.K. Uh, a few yeah, years ago? Yeah, yeah. He was. Is this a? This got to be a fetish. We just look away every time there's a bottle like, of Jergens next to him. Like. I, I just can't understand. But why. again, but again, look, listen. He's probably been getting those away guy, with it for how many years? Those people on like the it. New Yorker and whoever else was sitting with him, whatever, on the Zoom call, they probably had really nice radio voices. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, oh, you God. Know, I've been listening to you for years. <laughs> this is again. more Jeffrey's got the bottle of Luberderm today. Let's just let's just <laughs> go ahead and look away, okay? Let's, let's, let's just go ahead and give him a minute, okay? Five minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> this is Terry Gross, you know. You know. Oh, yeah. oh man. Hold, <laughs> turn the camera off. I feel bad for the guy, though, man. The guy is... Uh, he, he's, he's a legend, man. He's actually really his his stuff so, is really Oh good. yeah, I he's like a legend, all right. So he's fucking <laughs> legendary so right about now. What were the repercussions of this? So basically, he's suspended from New York. Basically, it's like if, if you can if you can just hide out for a little while and people forget, you know, people have a very short term memory. Yeah, man. But man, it'll average be hard American to, doesn't know who this guy is. He'll be right. All right. But people are like, hey, aren't you? I, the I, guy? I didn't even know about the article until you forwarded. I didn't even right. hear about but it. But I, like I said, I was like, no, no, not the tubin that I've been reading all. These hey, Pee Wee Herman made it back. So why can't this Actually, guy? Actually, you know what's funny about that? So uh, OJ, who we talked about before, I saw that. that my man, really like funny. a video clip about like about Tubin. Like, hello, man, you can't be do-. like. Basically, he was like comparing like Pee Wee Herman got caught doing that. Although, to be to fair, what, to, murdering to, Nicole. To be fair to, to, be fair to oh. Pee Wee Herman, like he was doing it in, in a, a theater. respectable theater. You know, like yeah. very discreet. Wasn't that like an adult theater? Yeah, but it was one of Midtown those theaters, Arts Cinema, you know, probably. Where people you know. look the other way, like, and know. it's dark. It's dark, yeah. I think yeah, it shouldn't count. It's they acceptable. Let him go. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, Eddie Murphy. Dark. Eddie Murphy. Let him go. <laughs> Eddie Murphy with the transvestite hooker. Right. He made also, it back. Let there's it go. nothing you know, wrong. Make it back. There's nothing wrong nothing with people wrong. having relations with people consensually. Uh, consensual relationships. Yes. There you go. Thank all you. on the up and up. Regardless of good. LGBTQ plus, yes. that doesn't matter. All letters, yeah. That doesn't matter. It's all good. Yes. Everybody, look away. Jeffrey's choking his chicken. He paid for it though. Who paid for it? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> do you, do you, did he though? Yeah, she's a prostitute, man. Do, do you, I man, think that was you, the I don't know thing. if you, I don't know if you uh, read that one part in it, Ham. Well, but he when, it when he was doing it, yeah. when he was doing it, he took a he took a bite out of his last piece of Louisiana spicy <laughs> chicken sandwich. <laughs> that got him over the edge. Simon, hit it, hit it, Simon. <laughs> I swear to my God, I swear to my God, man. I will say we're a little biased because we're all you know brown males here but let's see our opinions on this next topic all right so Fareed you wanted to kind of uh, uh, broach this topic here you know race in uh, pop culture 
movies, representation, TV, etc. Yeah. So one of the things Podcast. that I realized over the last couple of years, and this was particularly when I was learning another language, was that we don't have any heroes, or we didn't have any heroes that were of the non-Caucasian persuasion. Yes, we have like Blank Eddie Panther, Man. Blank Man. Yes, we have an example here or there. Kazam. But for the most part, all of the representations of villains in movies happen to be the other. Other. The other. Yeah, not white. Well, sometimes they're Russian. Is that considered another? That's another. Vaguely Eastern European, you know. Yeah. So if you look at it by decades, it's like, who are America's enemies? All right, Russians for a while, Arabs all the time. Arabs, yes. Um, Now it's like Muslims. And then Muslims got cool again, kind of. So now it's aliens. Right. Yeah. But it's going to cycle back. Wait, wait, wait. Space aliens. Force. Aliens. Aliens that, are, aliens are bad now. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, aliens? You can, you Hold on. You're talking about UFOs? Creatures that don't oh, exist. Oh, oh, but no, no. Perfect, right perfect, 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 perfect. <laughs> and look, once aliens. Are oh, you talking about foreigners? Wait, I'm kind of confused. No, no, wait. Hold on. Once At least aliens, these aliens are usually more like, oh, we're talking about foreigners. <laughs> illegal aliens. You talking about green card aliens or are you talking but, about UFO but aliens? Look, I thought you was talking about ET, my nick. But look, you're talking about outcasts. But, but can I say? What's but can I say on, in the last in the last seven years when aliens from outer space have been bad? What do we have right now? A fucking space oh, force. Not Adam oh, not We have a space force. So there do you, you see? Go. Look, we make Russians bad. We have a cold war. We make Arabs bad after 9-11, right. and it's okay to bomb them. It's okay to maim them. It's okay to do whatever you want to because in, guess in what? The, in the, the bad guys. Not a, you're talking about in the uh, film, media. I'm, yes, I'm talking In about, real life, obviously, that's happening too, but you're talking about in the right. portrayal. Yeah. In media, when media portrays a people as bad, when real-world things happen to them, it's okay. Right. Right? So when yeah. we say that there are illegals coming across and they're not the best, et cetera, et cetera, when we're treating refugees and we're seeing people do shitty things to them around the world trying to run from war, we're like, eh, they deserve it. Because right. you know why? They're probably bad. So you think that they're connected? Like if they're, they're connected. It's all, it's they're, all, they're, there's a, I've said from the get-go, there's an empathy gut. Like if, you, if, you're, if, if you're like, these are others that don't count, Yes. that translates to real life. You're like, fuck those people. 100 well, percent we we we've we've made the other the villain and we've done it so good because our number one export around the world is fucking hollywood right. but what's not the other the white american not the other is anybody it, outside of your community that doesn't that has an accent right because okay. the other in every even the black community right there are so many others when you're in the black community and you go to a nail salon for example and you have people from overseas working in it and they're speaking about I don't know, soccer, yeah. football. The clients are always like, what are they talking about? Right. Are they talking about me? Right. They don't give a fuck about you. People. Yeah. yeah. People. By the I way. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, though, when our parents talked about people, they talked usually <laughs> in our language. Hey, guess they what? Like, head, 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 Your parents oh, are you know, something, the something other. crazy, right? They're, they're, you're, I mean, I'm I not, I'm not trying to do it, but your parents are the other, right? right? When your parents go to a school meeting or something and you saw how the other kids reacted, they're the other. I mean, in every setting, there's always like an in-group and an out-group. It seems to be like a default state. But what, I mean, you've traveled more than I have. Like, is it true that Americans, if they go to foreign countries, they get slightly upset if people are speaking oh, not yeah. English there's in a, other countries? They, they get mad They get mad if they have to speak the local language. Right. So if you go into a country and they, they can't understand the basic like English <laughs> terms, it's like, like Man, you came where's to the bathroom? Right. Americans, not all of them, uh, but a lot funny, of them still get so, okay, frustrated. A funny know? story. I was actually, I was in Italy a few years ago and I ran into an American and he ran like he like, 
he ran over to me and he was like, hey, do you know how to do this? Like, I think he was trying to get like a fare and tri- figure out how to the transit system. How did he know you were American? I, say it again. How did he know you were American? He was wearing a fanny pack. I mean, <laughs> I, probably, I was probably wearing something American. I don't okay. know. And he ran over and I was like, oh, you just do this and this. He's like, can you believe this place? Nobody speaks English. Yeah. Was, yeah. I was like, it was very weird. <laughs> Benny was probably, he was probably wearing a MAGA hat. Right. Look, look, there's a, like the there's funniest a, thing ever. A, and, he, and I just started laughing because I thought it was so ridiculous. And he laughed because he he thought I was agreeing with right, him. Right, right. Like, and he was like, I know, right? And I'm like, no, no. There's You're this, the crazy one. There's this common like, joke overseas. And it's like, what do you call a person who speaks three languages? Trilingual. What do you call a person uh, who speaks two languages? Bilingual. Right, yeah. And what do you call a person who speaks one language? And like, oh, that's an American. Yeah. So, yes, we overseas, I have recognized and talked to Americans overseas and said, hey man, calm down. You yelling at this security guard for taking a picture of this installation is not going to end well for right, you. Right, right. The embassy will not send the Marines for you. It right. doesn't work like the right. movies. I'm sorry. That's right, yeah. Now, especially not for you. <laughs> it may especially work for Especially <laughs> not. I mean, the most the, most the embassy is going to do for you is ask you if you have good magazines. Right. And give you a list of lawyers to call. Right. Because you got fucked. So can I, okay, so... Would would it surprise any of y'all to find out that uh, there are some in in uh, the white community that thinks that there's a conspiracy in pop culture against them, that they're being no muscled out? Like they'll point to like you notice like commercials because they're, they're trying to diversify everything. So like commercials will just have mixed people all the time just so they can kind of get their numbers. Is that the you will not replace us crowd? Yeah, those or types. were they right. saying? But what I'm saying is it, it, it's weird. Like when when it when it was predominantly the protagonist and the, and the good characters were white. I mean, I, th- I think for a long time in like horror movies, it was almost like a joke where the black character dies like first or in the first act. Yeah, like for sure. Like they're just there. They're somebody's friend and they, you know, nobody had any problem then, but then now where it's kind of being a little bit more equitable, where it's like surviving like, to the end of the movie. Right. Yeah. G- getting to the credits and they're like, what is this bullshit? Like people <laughs> are like, this is an assault on what I want. Do you, do you, do you ever, um, think that at some point when people used to watch those movies like Jason and like, you know, uh, Friday, the, Friday right. the 13th Freddy on Elm Street. Thing, yeah. Do you ever think people were like, you know, like like eventually when black people started surviving longer in the movie, like white people were just like, what's this black guy still doing what? alive? <laughs> I don't understand the concept of this movie. What's going on? This is so unbelievable, this right. storyline. What I remember, Urban, you remember, uh, uh, what was that movie with uh, Katniss ever? Uh, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. May the odds be so ever in your if favor. You, if you, so Hunger Games was this like a young adult book. They had black characters. Thing, right? Amazing shoe. But, show. so the story was written in such a way where it didn't. It a movie. It didn't say. And a book. Yeah. So, but the book first, it yeah. was written in a way where they weren't describing this person was black. and this. Oh, like Rue in that film? Right. So Rue, the yeah. young girl, like yeah. a very uh, a likable character was played by a black actress, right? Yep, the outrage. And you went online when the movie came out because I think a lot of people like they envisioned were sympathetic her as a white person. To that. Like this is what I I can picture her, right? Well, okay, her ethnicity was never like Yeah, it was never. The yeah, there she was like in sector 11 or whatever. You know, she's like okay. over there, right? Yeah, yeah. But then when the movie came out, over that, there. Yeah. <laughs> there about. Over <laughs> there. <laughs> but when the movie came out, I'm telling you if you go to like a lot of those, I, I do. Uh, People are disappointed. Go around. No, they were like, I can't believe you ruined everything. You ruined the, my whole concept of the movie. Of, the of fact the that Rue was black. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about her. But well, they you probably know, uh, didn't even read the fuck. 
they probably didn't even read the book. Well, no, oh, they, they read, read the book. They, they read the book. They read the book. They kind of imagine anybody who's that butt hurt. Right. Well, that, that's fucked up. I will tell you the the, the, the corollary to that, uh, unrelated but like the, sort of unrelated, is Jack Reacher in the books. He's the six foot big, five, big guy. Yeah. yeah. So they actually explicitly state like he's big, he's burly, he's strong. And so when Tom Cruise played the guy, they were like. Wait, wait, wait. Right. This is a, like an abomination because he actually does not fit the profile. Right. But have Whereas you seen Tom in Cruise games, in, in videos? He looks pretty tall. He's like Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> in 24, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the opposite because Rue actually had no... It was completely yeah, ambiguous, they, yeah, the character, yeah, her description. Because it, the, yeah, that's fucked The up. reaction would not have been that if that's they said, up. here's this black kid, da, 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 you know. So you would think that if it's just a character that you can sympathize with, you can plug anybody in. Well, James Bond, right? I think you had this as a talking point. Like, uh, right. everybody's been clamoring for years. Like Idris Elba. Elba Idris Elba should be the guy. And there's other now black British actors. Because right. I think you do have to be British probably what, to play right, Bond. But you know but what? what, what the, they the, haven't been getting. The the cons- like, where's like the their constitution? After uh, this uh, latest uh, James Bond, the, they're saying that they're open to like an interest elbow doing it, but they're like, we're not open to a woman playing this kid, which is basically, okay. Yeah, interesting. I guess, yeah, I mean, that's probably Wait, is okay. the woman going to play James Bond or Jane no, Bond? No, they're just saying like, we can have a black James Bond. We're, we're not going to have some broad playing Bond. <laughs> you know, that's basically their, their, this is our new line. So she, what, but what is she going to be? Is she going to be James Bond's well, no, daughter I th- or I James think they're Bond's like, they're, they're like trying twin? to fight the next fight. They're like, okay, well, We'll settle yeah, so one thing at a time. With so the, it's going to be a different, a different, um, like a different uh, uh, franchise. Right, right. Because okay. basically they're saying so it like, won't be James Bond. Right, but be, they're saying like you know you, you plug and play anybody like like Batman. I mean I guess he's white, you know. I guess he's white. I mean yeah. where why? In the comics, he's, right. he's white. Because though, they're right? making it up. So like, uh, are, you, are you talking about Bruce Wayne? Like you, 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 you <laughs> is Bruce Wayne white because he's rich? You couldn't have like the. Can well, you have not a rich black person? So you could. Okay, so for instance, let, let's go work backwards. You that could, boy racist. You could not have that boy racist. You could not have a white guy playing Twelve Years a Slave, right? Well, Correct. But then there are certain characters. Who says? <laughs> don't 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 limit the artistic <laughs> Irish creativity. Guy, like, <laughs> like Christian Bale wearing blackface, probably, and we don't want like, to see yeah. that. Man. What if you had Christian Bale playing a slave with a, blackface on, yeah. like, yep, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, but a little more serious of a role? Yeah, that. But like, you know, so the, well. there are certain things that you cannot deviate from. Yeah, yeah, historical biopics. You have to have probably the character we'll get to of that in, in a second. But like uh, other characters, there's a lot of wiggle room, you know. But like, oh yeah, yeah. So let's actually transition to that. So like, speaking of historical, what have yous, Fareed. You'll listen to this. Uh, there's this uh, character from Egypt, a real-life character, Cleopatra, right? There was oh, a, Cleo. a bit of a controversy. Call where me now. Not that Cleo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> call me now. Not that Cleopatra. Free rating. <laughs> Cleopatra from the olden, yeah, olden yeah, days, yeah. right? And uh, they got um, Gal Gadot from uh, Wonder Woman fame to play her. Now, Gal Gadot is of, uh, what, like an Israeli... Uh, Bent. Is she? Depending on how you look at history. Yes. She's fire though. So, so an Israeli... Depending on how you look at history. So she dog. considers herself Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, really? so you have like an Israeli actress uh, known the world over. Oh, playing. she hits at home on that accent, boy. Ooh, she pushes it. Playing. Wait, what accent does she, does she hit home on? The, the Jewish accent. Oh, is like, accent? Like, like the actual like Jewish like from, from Israel accent. Not like the Jewish New Yorker accent. Like not your fucking Aunt uh, Harriet You're from Harriet. New Jersey. <laughs> You have a Jewish aunt? Listen, we have oh. many people in our family that, you know, wow. it happens. You don't feel like, you don't feel like she... 
<laughs> you don't feel like she plays up her accent? I feel like she plays up her accent. I've a honestly lot. never seen her or watched her. Maybe I turned it off when she's talked uh, something like maybe fast forward. Maybe <laughs> that's the way to watch it. You only you only watch it on fast forward. <laughs> I mean, there are exciting only parts. the scenes where she's isn't, in. Isn't, oh, really? <laughs> I didn't really hear her voice, but you know, isn't she in that movie where there's like a Nazi? Now, there's a lot of movies of Nazis. Which ones? I don't know. Man. I don't watch Whoa, those either, exactly. But anyways, in this in, in, in this particular story, you have a, an Israeli playing an Egyptian, and that kind of guy. Blasphemies. Are you thinking about Inglorious Bastards? No, Gal Gadot played the Wonder Woman who she was fighting in the yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah, in the original Wonder Woman. Okay, okay gotcha. Yeah. She got paid like $100,000. No, you just said you only watched the, the movie way, on Fast Forward. All way, of a sudden, but, I feel like you know the movie. The way, because I Fast Forwarded it. Fareed picked up a lot of information <laughs> Fast Forwarding. You must be one of those like Fast Watchers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, was there like was there, like sound in the Fast Forwarding? <laughs> I, I watched with the subtitles. subtitles. I have subtitles. Did you watch it at like 2.5 so, times X? Okay, Cleopatra was of what descent? Egyptian right. descent. So basically, right? yeah. So, so Cleopatra, so it's in Africa, but she's not like sub-Saharan African, right? But she's <laughs> should have been played by somebody that's like Arab-y, right? She's like, I think she's like, I don't know her. I like Ham's like, she's but not she's black, like partly African, Greek, but she's uh, African. partly Arab, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But like a lot of people push back when the story came out. They're like, how can you? They were kind of using this as an example of like whitewashing. The actor, but like, didn't Elizabeth, what's her face, play Taylor play? And there was a Patrick? problem with that. Well, hold on, wait, wait. Why is it whitewashing? Aren't yes, Egyptians she did. are right? But basically, they're, they're lighter tone too at times. I, I, mean, I, I think this is not a matter? very good example of whitewashing. No, no, right? this this is a prime example of whitewashing. Look, right. but that's not what years, ancient Egyptians look like. A couple of years, but there, not, but there, I'm talking about there, current day Egyptians that are white, look, and then there's Egyptians. But how many that famous are Egyptian actresses could play that? I don't know. I mean, maybe they just didn't have slim pickings. They don't have. They have an entire film industry. They just didn't look. So look, a couple of years ago, Israel won Eurovision, and a lot of people were like, Why "Tell people Europe? what that means." Why oh, the, the, tell the people what Eurovision right? means? Yes, Eurovision, yeah. the competition where all the Europeans and the Scandinavians get I, together and sing way, pop songs. I didn't know Israel was in Europe. Oh my God! Aren't they like in Asia? And that's the same thing that people are saying mm-hmm. is why Gal Gadot playing Cleopatra. Oh, you see what I did there? That was a good bit there, you guys did, man. Uh-huh. Good job. Aha! Man, you played the fool really well. Good job, man. Taste the soup. That is exactly the the issue that's going on here. Why is a Israeli woman playing a historically and nobody's going to dispute that Cleopatra represents Egypt. That's not right. a dispute here. Right. Why did they not select somebody else? Right. By the way, Israel's in Asia. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm like, Euro, what? I, th- I thought Israel was fighting to be in the Middle East. Can I pull out my yeah. geography muscles yeah. here? There's no other continent. It's Expert. Africa or Asia. Turkey or is is Eurasian. the the, 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 the changeover Europe. between the Europe and and Asia. They're anyway, the sorry. straddler, right? Continue. Yeah. Yeah, they're the straddlers. Yeah. So why do you feel? So I don't understand why you feel that's wrong. Because Egypt is not in Asia. Egypt is in Africa. <laughs> okay, so I understand that. So are you just are you saying that they should have there should have been an African or a Middle Eastern or? I guess I'm or just trying to understand. Egyptian. Is it more of a because you have a? It's a Muslim role, but there's no, a there's, Jewish there's person not a, playing. No, it's not a Muslim so it like role a, because it's, they're not saying that Cleopatra was Muslim. What they're what the issue is is this: you've got you've got you've got people who are upset. <laughs> you've got you've got people who are upset when people are like my Israeli hummus, and they're like, oh hell no, right? 
Because that's like a big issue. Oh, isn't it just hummus? They, they throw in the cauliflower? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know there was Israeli hummus in. I just remember I'm not you, I just remember you don't mess with the Zohan. I don't remember where he's from, but he woke up. like <laughs> Everything he did was with hummus. He brushed his teeth with hummus. It was like, God damn. It, it, was, it, was, a, it was a political <laughs> issue a couple of years ago. Look, the issue is that Egypt and Israel have a fraught relationship. Right. All right? They're not best buddies. And, yeah, they don't and like you. identity issues. And for Gal Gadot to be like, oh, I'm so happy that I get to play this classical woman. It's like, again, doing more to erase Egypt on the world stage and solidify Israel's role. And now anybody who says that, look, maybe you should have chosen an Egyptian to do this because it's more culturally appropriate. You know what's going to happen? They're going to say, why are you anti-Semitic? Oh, you picked out? Okay. Why do you hate Israel? And it's not about Israel. It's about having an Egyptian play a historic Egyptian character. Right. Okay, okay. That's simple. This whole conversation has made me feel like I'm back in like model UN or like model <laughs> Arab League back in high school. Straight <laughs> up. Hey, we represent That's Qatar, what I feel man. like during this conversation. And Oman, and we got smashed every time too. <laughs> so what about- uh, Dude, I remember I used to have Middle Eastern friends in Georgia State and it was so awkward. Why? Like I had this Turkish friend and then there was a Persian Wait, guy. So like, don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. I'm like, what happened? He's like, his father's a crook. And I, then I found out like his dad was like the former president of Iran oh, or something. Wow. I'm like, dude. Friends like, in high places. They stole yeah. money. You, why do you think they afford to live in Alpharetta? I'm like, I don't know, man. He's a cool dude though. I thought people in Alpharetta were cool. Crazy. Yeah, my bad. I'm, well, what about what about the amount of um, you talk about the Egyptian or Israeli thing, these black roles? Well, bio historical oh, biopics. Right. Some of these movies are historically about American yeah. black on black, black, yeah, yes, you know, characters, yeah. and a lot of them predominantly are getting taken by British black actors, like right? Twelve Years a Slave, right? And that yes. fucking yeah. guy in, in Star Wars, right? But that's yeah. Star Wars is not an American movie, right? It's in a galaxy far, He's still far away. a fucking guy though. But there was a movie Twelve Years a Slave, which I didn't yeah, watch. I, I didn't understand. What a weird fucking angle to take. Great on movie, slavery. by the way. Twelve years only. Like, who cares? Like, right? I mean, isn't slavery a bigger issue than I was a slave only for twelve years? I didn't see the movie. Well, you should watch the movie. It's a great movie. The, <laughs> what are you saying? Twelve years of being a slave no, is not enough. What, what kind of? This guy was totally it's like fine. A bad like, hey, slavery is somebody else's problem until it became my problem. That was the crux of the whole movie. Right? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Anyways, he. I mean, that is a, a uniquely American story, and it was played by some foreigner who just happens to also be black, right? Well, if you consider it, most slaves started off as foreigners. Right, but it, they eventually Not became the Then you get to a different point, right. don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, but there is a lot, you know, like... Urban but Jaiman Hunsu, right. you know, I mean, he, he's of African descent, but he... Wow, is that how Paris you pronounce that? I think so, it's Jaiman Hunsu. I thought it was There's, Digimon uh, the Hunsu. guy who played uh, in Selma, uh, David... Like Djibouti? Uh, um, Did Djibouti? Oh, Yellow Woe? Yeah. Right. He's also British. Tandy Newton is British. Right. There's a lot of British right. actors. Right. There's a lot of people that are not black American that are playing black American. I mean, look at the guy from Get Out, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. I know that's not a black... American role, but he plays a black American because he right, doesn't yeah. have his accent, right? So I there mean, Sam Jackson, American black actors. That there, can do those there roles. was been a thing a few years ago, like black actor Sam Jack, Sam Jackson. Mentioned so, so cr like, crystallize the point for us. Basically, it's kind of like black black American actors were like, hey, why are black British actors getting roles that are specifically designed for, for African American, right. African American and actors? Also, yeah. And my point a little bit earlier, we were talking off off the mic with Ham was like. I don't know, maybe directors feel less threatened by a black guy with a British accent. Maybe. Or or maybe because the roles that directors like to see African Americans in specifically are fall into the five categories. Drug dealer, athlete, 
criminal. Mm, what else? A repeat of the first three. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, would, I, I would say criminal, criminal rapper, falls into drug dealer. Rapper, drug dealer, athlete. Drug dealer, rapper, baller, baller. pimp. Pimp. Yeah. Um, what's the last or one? Or, or, or comedian. Should, should comedian. Right. A comedian. Yeah, yeah. Or something funny. Right, right, right. Token and also, funny I mean, I, uh, speaking of drug dealers, you have uh, Idris Elba playing. Yeah, Stringer Bell. From, from, yeah, Stringer Bell. Yeah. Man, when I heard about that, I was hurt. <laughs> that he was British? Why? Because Stringer was the man. He <laughs> was, but why would you? Why? So, okay. So, My point uh, okay. is, does it so, matter? So does it matter uh, you, that, that okay. black British actors are taking African-American roles? They're not taking roles away from African-American characters, per se. They're taking roles that are supposed to be designed for a person of American descent right. that is black. Okay. Does that matter? Okay, Benny, you're up. I want to hear your point of view. I mean, that's kind of tough because it's based on merit, right? Like, So if you have, like, let's say, 10... American actors that are just not hitting it, and then you have this British guy that's just knocking it out of the park. I think the art is to get the story right, right? So if you have a British guy that's going to depict the story in its truest form, you know, I'm 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 cool with that. But if if there's like okay, well, there's ten guys that are American that are you know qualified, but we're going with the British guy because the British guy will dance and the American guy won't, then I have a problem. But what do you say? What, what, what do you say? Like, there are so few uh, uh, of those roles in circulation as it is. And so, like, giving it to some foreigner black is depriving an opportunity for, like, a Michael B. Jordan and the, you know. Yeah. I mean, look at Lupita. Uh, Lupita's right. She's, I mean, she's not British, but she's been getting a ton of roles. And she's like Kenyan Mexican. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I'm sure, lot, I'm sure a lot of black actresses, I'm sure your girl, Carrie uh, Washington, is wondering why not. Okay. Me? That's a good example, right? That's a good example. Lupita, for example. I think she's a Yale grad. She went to Juilliard. Like she is, the girl is. Why? Why and does she that matter? Can act her butt off. Okay. And and I and I I think that's an exception. I think she's an exception to the rule because one, she's highly intelligent and she's very very dark. So that is not desired in Hollywood. So for her to get those roles, I think that's a you know a compliment but to do, black do people. Do you think it'll be long, in, in general? Do you think long term it's detrimental to an American black actor because he knows if he has to go up against a British black actor, it might be slim pickings because maybe in the eye of the director. I mean, this is a controversial take, but maybe he looks at the British black actor as like, quote unquote, the good black guy. Right. Because of the way he talks and the way he dresses versus an American black person. They might say, eh, you know, I don't see you as this role. I don't see you in this role. I mean, Idris getting Stringer Bell. He's a great actor, but like there had to be some, you know, other you know what? Qualified I, I want, right? I want, wasn't that the wire? They hired. Right. They had a lot of people that right. weren't even actors per se. Right. right. They had real life gritty street yeah, experience. And, and those kids did. I wanted to go around the table yeah. on this topic. Wasn't that where Michael B. Jordan got his yeah. start? Yes. Yeah. I wanted to go How around the table. Uh, where's uh, Wallace? Yeah. Where's Wallace? Yeah. 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 I, I wanted to go around the table on this on this topic because um, I, I'm a huge wire fan. Like it's probably, it, I would say it's probably my favorite TV show of all time. It's like the MJ of TV shows. Yeah, the goat for me. Everybody else can have their own opinion, right? Yes, it's a great show. Yes, Stringer Bell, Stringer. But see, that show was an exception, right? Because yeah. I wanted to go to you, and then I wanted, I, uh, yeah. and then I wanted to go to Fareed yeah. after that. Yeah. But in my opinion, yes, Idris Elba did get that role. Yes. And he is a phenomenal actor. I don't know if you've seen um, uh, wh- what is the movie with him when he's like an African uh, like commander. Oh, like Beast of No Nation. Beast of No Nation. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good in that. Yeah. He's a phenomenal actor. A Another actor. stereotype could... about black people, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, yo, I absolutely, I absolutely agree right. with you, Freed. I oh. absolutely agree with that. Warlord. I prefer it my way. <laughs> but you're but, a lord but, of water. But, but let, let, let me right. let me let me be concise and finish up my point real quick, and I, and I'll give the floor to you, Abe. Right. In my opinion. He was a phenomenal actor, 
But when you look at what made that show what it was, right. it was the actual people who were from Baltimore. Right. Yes. All right. Of, all of the so some characters. authenticity. Yeah, Idris Elba is great, but some authenticity you can't make up. Right. You can't make up people that 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 pronounce dog as dug. Right. Or pronounce two as two. Right. Or, or, pro- or pronounce do as do. Right. Oh, is that like, what he did? No, no, he he, he doesn't have that. But the actual people who were from Baltimore and David Simon, the creator of the show, is actually a longtime Baltimore Sun writer. And a lot of his uh, his topics. What what, what about Avon? What about these other guys? Came from stuff that he wrote about. Yeah, yeah. In the nineties. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, not all of his characters were. So Wood Harris is not from Baltimore. Yeah, but yeah. Michael K. Williams, who plays Omar, is yeah. from Baltimore. Yeah. Snoop, who plays... Yeah, who, who, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. What about a Bo- Brody? Uh, Bodhi is, is also from Baltimore. Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the actors that were on yeah. that show held a lot of authenticity. So what? So to 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 lend credence to what Biniam just said. Yes, you know you have to have a certain amount of authenticity that comes to a to a to a specific show or a movie or whatever, but. There's nothing wrong with phenomenal actors right. who can play the part getting right. getting that situation. Now, the, the, the point comes for me, the transition comes for me, when you have people who clearly are not part of the culture or don't look the part of the culture and are, um, you know, literally wearing blackface or redface or whatever. I've seen this in, like, tons of movies. Or Gal Gadot face. You can, <laughs> or Gal Gadot face. You can look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. Phenomenal movie. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of white people in that movie who are playing natives. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very Could you strange. imagine that? Could you imagine that, Simon? Huh? Tiger Woods in The Wire. Are you, fu- are you fucking coming. kidding me? He already got traded by most death back <laughs> yeah, in like 2000. Right, racial so. draft. Driving in that Buick in Baltimore. So again, so okay, so that, that, that hammers the point. So I would never want Tiger Woods in any black role because I don't think he would represent the no, culture. No, I've okay. always wanted is, to this say this. For shizzle. Isn't this a problem? What, what is the culture? Like, this what, is, what you, you have to be a certain type of black person to yes, play a black exactly, person? Yes, exactly, exactly. This is the you problem. You got to talk a certain way? This is why he gets typecasted, right? Yeah, nigga. You put you have to like blend into the environment. Like you, you can't no, be sticking if you're, out like if a you're playing thumb. a street thug. No, from I think Baltimore, I think there's okay, some authentic, you know, but, uh, authenticity that comes with it. You know why? Why can't it be that we have a, a black actor on I don't know Friends or Sex in the City and it not be Aisha a Tyler, token man. or not be there. a token thing or even that fucking movie Girls? Why can't we have Donald Glover on Girls and it not be Oh my God, you're the black person on Girls right. on the and HBO also, show? Right, that's true. But I think the bigger problem is that. There's a scarcity of roles. If there were a lot of roles to go around, it wouldn't matter. Can we're I make a hundred shows can a day make, can everywhere? I, can I, can but, I make a point oh, real oh, quick? Yeah, black characters. What made Chadwick special is that a lot of those rest roles that they that, rest in peace, R.I.P. A lot of those roles that they reserved for the the uh, the Idris Elba's of the world, or what's that, what's that guy's name? Daniel Kaluuya, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya. Were, uh, of uh, of the world. Like Chadwick, not only carried that role. And not only played that role, but he he really like he, the the fact that he that he's born and bred, you know what I'm saying? American, what they consider foundational black, grew up grew up in the states, went to Howard, had all had all of the the, the trimmings. I feel like really is what made him um, so um, so easily uh, uh, accessible and, and 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 enjoyable for most people that went to go watch that movie. Well, yeah, he you was know what belo- I'm saying? He was like, beloved in he's the a black phenomenal. Community, and sure. he's not just a phenomenal actor, but he was a phenomenal person. And it's you know what that I mean? The, uh, Denzel Washington helped him 
through yeah. Col- you know, like he. You yeah. Know, yeah. If Idris Elba was the Black Panther, can I it get any realer yeah, like, than, yeah. Denzel, right. than Denzel? Then Denzel right. Washington putting Denzel you through school, putting you through right. acting yeah. school. I mean, that's yeah. it, may, it. Matters a little bit. I, I agree. And Black Panther, obviously, that was one of the roles that you could have type. You could have put anybody of black skin color in that role. It wouldn't matter if you're from Africa, Egypt, wherever, and right. it would have worked because right. it wasn't an African American I mean, per se. Character. Yeah, yeah. For a country it it could have worked, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, definitely I think the fact that he was But then, But then American. don't you think the same argument can made for white rappers? Yes. You know what, Benio, I'm glad that you brought it back to the point that we were talking about, which is like, you know what, at the... There's a lot of African and 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 uh, and and British and and UK UK actors that are playing a lot of American roles, but at the end of the day, I think the the, the part that is more historically harmful and more historically sensitive is like all these people who were in roles that they shouldn't have been in the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s and yeah, 80s. I hate go. to go back, you know, uh, you know, back into the past that deep, but like I was just telling you. Yeah. All these spaghetti westerns that were made in the 60s and 70s, right. phenomenal movies. Right. You have white people playing natives in those right. movies. Right. These black exploitation movies from the 70s, you have a lot of white people that are playing black roles. And, and way before that, and like the, the minstrel show days, and, 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 and going forward after that, like there's a lot of times where, like, or like Elizabeth uh, playing, um, Elizabeth Taylor, yeah, playing, playing Cleo, Elizabeth yeah. Taylor playing Cleopatra and, and Cleopatra, like, I don't know, man. There's like there's a lot of harmful history, and I feel like that like that part of it is is a little bit more discerning and destructive. It, it, but is it to, a skin color thing, or is it a no? It's that uh, that that opportunity. I mean, should look at go, Chernobyl, right? Yeah. None of the actors were Russian in Chernobyl. The main actors, they're all British. Does exactly. That matter? But Does those, that those oppor- yeah, those opportunities should go. To the actors of those countries, right. but what if they're not as good as the actors from other but, countries? But that's not. But that's not. The, that's not why they're denied the role. Authenticity it, matters. It's, it's, they're not being denied the role for lack of talent. They're being denied the role for other reasons. Because they're not as accessible. Right. Somebody right. from right. the UK right. yeah, or somebody from here would rather hear that. I thought it was more of a we have equal no, no, talent. No, no, I, we have unequal talent, no, no, so no, we're no, going to no, go with the better it, talent. It, yeah. So it, look. So if you, so if you're saying we have equal talent, but we're gonna go with the British because is, they'll take right. less that money. That is an or, excellent that's example. Right. Benny, have you watched Chernobyl? I haven't. Okay, so great, uh, so it's a phenomenal it's a phenomenal ten part one season. It's one season, it's like, right? One season, series, yeah. one season series about the disaster that happened in Russia back in those days, right? In the eighties. And they all sound like they're from the fucking BBC, right? Because they're all like from but, the. But BBC. they're all English. And but no, that like, was a, uh, a decision made on purpose by the director because right. basically. Yes, there are British actors, but they tried to do a Russian accent in the beginning of filming, and he realized that, like, like if I talk to you in a Habish Ethiopian accent, my acting abilities will be impaired because I'm focusing on the right. accent. So basically, they found that these actors were not as good as acting with a Russian to... accent. So they just said, you know, we went the decision. So they go in their native accent. I'd love so you're telling accent. me you're not willing to go out there and find phenomenal Russian no, actors? I'm, I'm not. I'm not justifying that, but I'm saying I get why they did it. Oh, so after just, they hired the actors. I just want to say right now, there's nothing wrong with Gal Gadot, and I'm sure she's a wonderful <laughs> actress. Damn, and did I'm you just sure get like blasted on Twitter? If, <laughs> just ha- I'm yeah, sure did, if did you, you did watch you her movies one? in normal speed, she does a great job. She's good at Fast and Furious. She's she's good at Fast Forward. I agree. That too. I mean, to it, me, whatever, it doesn't matter. I feel like, you know, if somebody's more qualified than me, regardless if they fit the role or not, I wouldn't be as think, pissed off yeah. if I'm in the moment. Right. But as far as a greater movement for a certain group of people, yes, yeah, probably not good. I, I don't think, I, to, just to kind of uh, hammer this point home, I, I don't think if there's a, a disparity in talent, you should 
you should go to with a better talent. Correct. But generally speaking, just like in, in, in careers, it's never just like one person that's clearly better than it's yeah. like a, a, a tier. These are like seven well-qualified people. And so the decision as to what makes it through are things other than talent. It's Escúchame. Erpin knows what I'm saying. See. Sí. Uh, claro sí. I don't have a problem when you choose a phenomenal actor who can naturally play the role as somebody who would play that role. Right. My issue is when you go to the point where you have somebody in blackface right. or yellow face or whatever face. Gal Gadot face. Or Gal Gadot face. <laughs> or Tiger Woods or, face. Or, 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 the, or, or the lady who was in Avengers. What's her name? Very famous actress. Gal Gadot. No, the, the British actress. Not Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Merka. No, no. She, she was in Elizabeth. She was in Elizabeth II. Oh. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Okay. Kate Blanchett playing. She's not American. She's in Thor. She's in Thor. She's the, she's, she's, like the, she's, Thor, she's no, she was in Avengers too. But she's an actress. Well, she was in Thor for sure. She was, uh, Thor's like estranged sister. Can Regardless, yeah, she's yeah. playing like an yeah. Asian, like fucking style bender. Oh. And they've got her head shaved yeah, in the movie. True. And she looks like she's a fucking oh, Buddhist no, monk. No, 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 no. Who is it? Yeah. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Not that far. Yeah, but she wasn't supposed she's to be She's also Asian. British. I know, but she wasn't supposed to be Asian in that. What she do you think she's supposed to be? All the monks were of different ethnicities, right? Chiwetel Ejiofor was one of the monks. Slim. Too. Oh, can, can Slim. I say something? Uh, Slim. And he had... How many uh, English monks do you think there were historically? It's a freaking superhero movie, man. <laughs> can I say... That's fine. Can I, can but, I, but Gal Gadot is a superhero movie, right, too. Right, that's true. We're I, talking about the same I'm system. I'm okay with Gal Gadot playing Cleopatra, so don't love me with this guy for real. Oh, what do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. He blew Damn. his 0.01% marriage with Gal Gadot, okay? Whoa. I'm still leaving the door can, open. Can I say something? Uh, there's one actor, one role that counteracts all of this, and it kind of goes towards... Captain Phillips. The, talent, the Somali talent trumps everything. Yeah. And that's... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, Travis Bender. <laughs> he did such a good job, but they also can <laughs> overlook. But that, but they were they were they made fun of him in the movie, so right. they called him out, yeah. so it was okay. But yeah, they he they played it just right. Yeah, they played like, it they just right. They never played it seriously. I'm the dude playing. Oh, he was great. That, no, look, you know. look. Why can't it be normal to have a character? to be one of them on Friends and not be right. just four little white, five little white people. Why can't, you know, why can't you know there why be a Fareed? black person? You know why, Fareed? Because I wanted to go to Hollywood when I was young and my mom made me go to pharmacy school. That's but why. More Look, likely why don't we have more of you, Benny? Why don't we have more because people with your person, story? The average viewer needs to see just enough color to feel comfortable because if they see a show with all, like, majority black characters and also yeah it's probably not going to do as well also in america That's, i mean black what about blackish also, also, blackish does, yeah, blackish does really well but right? also in america outside of it has to be cities, super well produced it becomes very mayonnaise yes yeah, May- May- i i love seinfeld yeah seinfeld is one of is one of my and i know and i know freed hates this shit so <laughs> by the way, so i know that, that <laughs> jackie that, charles what you but, talking about by the way can but I, I know a lot of people i know a lot of people a lot of people who are very near and dear show. to me, right. and not just free, right. a lot of people who are very near and dear to me, yeah. who just don't fuck with the comedy and just don't fuck with the show because there's it's no black funny. people in the right. show. It doesn't matter who, it's another show that, by the way, can but I name the greatest shows of all time, which has a lot of black characters. It's not about black characters. Martin, Martin Bad. Martin Bad. Breaking Bad. I, can't, I, I don't know if the show was good. I just know that when we were growing up, we didn't have too many channels to choose from. So it would come on, I think like at 10 o'clock at night. So hey, listen, know. Martin is still one of my favorite oh, shows Martin, till this hey, yo, day. I think Martin, it's, he's a, he's a uh, genius. Uh, hey, can I just say that Seinfeld is not funny? 
Look at look at yeah. <laughs> By the way, you, you can, and I won't hate you for it. But but what I'll say, Fareed is like he's playing in a game of like uh, against like a, a Jewish people, and yeah. he's like one file away from freaking out. So you can't you cannot you've exhausted <laughs> all your files. Yeah, you can't say anything negative about Seinfeld. You've done too much yeah. damage. Leave the I Jews have alone, man. Let me tell you something. Jewish people. Let me tell you. Do not smirch my name. Listen. All right, say something positive about Seinfeld. I saw. I yeah. saw. Listen. It has a long syndication. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw I saw this picture of uh, of uh, of Tracy Ellis Ross right, yeah. and she, it's like a picture of her taking a picture of her face, but she's also got a mirror behind her so that you can see the cakes behind her, right? Yeah. When you say cakes, what do you mean? You know exactly what I mean. Like her birthday cake? Yes. <laughs> anyways, anyways, every so everybody starts responding to the post in the middle of it, right? And then somebody posts a GIF or a GIF. Whichever way you go, how if you're into that sort of thing, and it's of Kramer parking his car as like uh, in the in the hospital parking of the hospital. Oh yeah, and he and he's apparently a proctology doctor, which is for those listeners that don't know what proctology means. It I'll means like butthole? yeah, you're like a doctor of the butthole, like yeah. the rectum. One in the field and he walks out, and like and like the like the cop runs up on him. This black this black cop, and he runs up on him. He's like, hey, and then he goes. Don't worry about it. I'm a proctologist. And he points to he points to the tag of the car and it says ass man. Yeah, yeah, that's I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that episode. I remember that episode. That was a good one. That Yo, was a good episode. There's, I mean, what, what there's some you, classic shit in Seinfeld. Right. Wouldn't it feel I I don't know, wouldn't it feel forced if you saw some prominent show it suddenly had like four black characters on it? Wouldn't it be like you guys are trying too hard? Like come no. on. No. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean look are, you, look. are you talking about in terms of Seinfeld? Any no, any show. I mean, I mean, any, any fame. Supposedly, I mean, supposedly, Friends was a ripoff of the amazing show Living Single. I love Living Single. We are living. Thank you very much, Chanel. Single. single. Oh, wow. Really? That's I didn't true. know that. first. Khadija, Living Single man. premiered in 1993, oh, yeah. nominated for six NAACP awards, and guess who followed up? With no black cast. When did they come they up? Friends. Had, uh, Aisha when did they come up? Yeah, they did. She was dating Ross. Yeah. You know, she you was like, and they tried to really like, really go yeah, opposite. They were trying basically. to milk that. She was like a paleontologist. <laughs> yeah. She was. They were like, we got like a really right, smart black right. person. We're not gonna have like. But I mean, there were a lot of. I mean, the ninety. I mean, Cosby's uh, frowned upon now, but like he had a a, a nice friend back in the day. Just and frowned upon. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Jello. Nothing more than that. He's just <laughs> frowned upon a little. You know. He's browbeaten. But in the nineties, you had a lot of shows like on the WB, and uh, it, it wasn't just like. I mean, it's just it's a it's a slippery slope. Like you want to have black actors for sure, right. but you don't have so many that it feels forced. Like there is a certain line you have to draw, but, but yes, it's but not enough for representation. The other way. I mean, let's. I mean, Game of Thrones, right? Game of Thrones is a myth. That's that's Game a good of Thrones point. is a mythical place, and right. their two most prominent black characters were Masande, who was like Daenerys's right hand woman. Was black. Yeah, I oh, fucking yeah, yeah. hate oh, yeah. Game right? of Thrones. And uh, she was just like this uh, subservient, yeah, the, the white scene. Daenerys, whatever she does, I believe her. And then there was Grey Worm, who was a eunuch, had no balls, oh, yeah, yeah, no and balls. he also was subservient, didn't say anything. Wait, wait and was they he black? Are, are, yeah, are you... well, he's black in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I think that's the problem. So there it? should, I think, what even what, in a fictional what, world, like a lot of people, a lot of people have issues with there shouldn't be like a like. If there's a cast of ten people, there, it shouldn't be like a cap of okay three. Oh, we have too yeah. many blacks now. Yeah, right. yeah, if right. it's ten qualified black people, and, there should and, and, be you should feel just as right. safe. Like for example, Blackish has nothing but black right. characters. Um, Martin, they have white characters. There's so many shows that have nothing but black characters. And, so right, it's just it's it's. I think a lot okay. of people. A lot of I'm about to split this like, group right now in half. Uh-oh. Better comedic show all time, Martin or Seinfeld. 
Seinfeld. Oh, come on. That's easy. Seinfeld, easy. I love Martin too, but Seinfeld. Oh, for what, for what reasons? You're not just, you're not about to get away that easy. Oh, I just think it's timeless. Like I could watch an episode of Martin now on TV and I'm like, oh, that's okay. That's still kind of funny. But Seinfeld, it transcends like everything. It transcends everything. Seinfeld, there's nothing like Seinfeld. I'm sorry. It's like comparing Michael Jordan to, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. Whoever, I, man. I, uh, Trey, where are you at? I, 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 oh man, I'm a I'm a I'm a big Seinfeld guy, but man, there's nothing funny. Martin is one of the funniest shows no, man. My ever man. made. My man. Like Martin, My man. I still watch. Do you My watch? Man. You remember the the concubine episode where they went like on a ship, and uh, he was like, "Oh, I'll give you fifty fifty thousand dollars or something to make uh, Gina my concubine." He's like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." <laughs> But he didn't know that a concubine meant like his wife. <laughs> and then he was like, wife. finally, yo, like, the guy. Yo, yo, Fresh Prince was a better show than Martin. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Yo, no, no. I ought to fucking was thump your head off this Martin table. Martin was funny, right but right Fresh now. Prince oh, was bro. a better show, man. I'm going to thump man. your head off this table I'm right sorry. now. Are you serious? Yo. Yeah, Fresh Prince was a better show. Man. Nah, Fresh nah, Prince nah. had more heart. And what are you, 12? It, Fresh Prince is a better show. Huge, hey, huge Fresh Prince fan. Huge. Fresh Ham, is a better show. You know I think I'm watching. Yo, you know what? I'm not. I'm not even about to go there. Ham. I'm gonna quote a another show about those two shows. Oh, he's gonna talk about the fucking West Wing. I guarantee you. I played the I fifth. guarantee you. This motherfucker is about to talk about the West Wing. I played the fifth. Is that from the West Wing? <laughs> no, no, it's from the Chappelle <laughs> show. I played the fifth. What's that noise? Where are you at, Reed? Better. I think. Both of those shows are trash because all they do Martin is, is trash. All they do is peddle stereotypes. Man. Oh man, Birdman is a stereotype. Who can't count? All of them are stereotypes, and they are doing so disservices to their Prince community. We were asking specifically well, you know, about Martin me, and Seinfeld, is also a Seinfeld. All these Jews complain about nothing. That's right? what I look. I may have seen one or two episodes <laughs> of Seinfeld <laughs> in Fast Forward and didn't laugh at anything. Right, the, I think when he did his whole stand-up in the beginning, I was like, "What am I watching?" Yeah, that's not as. <laughs> and I tried to watch the whole thing, and I was like, "This you is don't, nothing." You don't find the episode where George quits on Friday and pretends he didn't quit, <laughs> and he shows up on Monday. <laughs> what about when he sleeps under his desk? What about when he went swimming and then <laughs> and then he got busted buck-ass <laughs> naked by the girl? It, was like, it shrinks. Is, yeah, is, that, is that season four, episode two? I did not watch that, sir. Look, look you don't have look, to love Seinfeld, but. It's uh, not in my funny. Opinion, it's a great show. Look, though. it's okay. It's okay that you like it, right? You know what? It's I don't fine. have a problem with you hating Seinfeld. I don't hate Seinfeld. But okay, you know, okay, you don't hate Seinfeld. It's I just don't, not funny. Okay, I don't have a problem with you not thinking that Seinfeld is funny. I do have a problem with you thinking that Martin is right. not funny. How are you so I, look, of, uh, I'm not saying that these shows are not funny. Seinfeld isn't. But Martin <laughs> is a show that is nothing but stereotypes. And again, uh, I agree with that a little bit. It's a little bit over the top. This Some of the Martin characters are over not, the top. Bro. This plays to I what mean, I was what saying was earlier. Neighbor, um, not Gina's friend. What was her name? Shanene. No, not Shanene. Her, her friend. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Pam. 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 Yeah. She was a little bit over the top. Right. Oh, like, Martin was over the top. Shanene was over the top. If you're going to say over the top. Shanene was over the top. Pam was pretty good looking, but they, in the show, she should be treated like some this like hideous figure. I was she like, was like a mad black woman, angry all the time. Listen, and Martin would, how, like, how, is Martin, exactly. how is Martin playing Dragon Dragonfly Jones, right. a yeah. kung fu master? Right. How is that stereotypical, right. bro? Martin, He's a look, black man. Because, Yo, because, because, because the only thing that Martin's... I'm about to slap Martin's, you, dog. Martin's value they on just had TV more depth to the show was than the Martin. freaking class clown. Martin was a class clown. And every single character that Martin played was a class clown character, which... I mean, do you our, hate Dave Chappelle? Because yeah, everything in Dave Chappelle is a stereotype. Our, I like Wayne But it goes back to, to our original yeah, argument yeah. that there's only four or five roles for black people to play on television. Now, 
But did you think it was funny? Forget all that. Forget so do you like any yeah, black yeah. comedies off of television? Yes. Like what? Cosby? New Girl? <laughs> what, with a that is black not guy? a black comedy. Was it's a mixed It's a mixed comedy. No, no. You Get can't... the fuck out of here. Don't have like one black <laughs> He said, he said. The awkward misadventures of fucking whatever, whatever Issa Rae is in. Insecure. Oh, insecure. You, hold on. Oh, you oh, think oh, there's whoa, no whoa, stereotypes whoa, 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 whoa. insecure or awkward adventures of black girl? Whoa. It is a one... Hold Atlanta, on, are you on. fucking kidding me? I think, I think it's well written. It's well written, and it's real, and it's not trying to be oh, you, the oh, only thing. Oh, you don't thing. think there's stereotypes in Atlanta? hundred percent stereotypical. No, 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 no. But into, so hold on. Are you, you saying insecure is a? Hold on, hold on. Let me just ask a quick question. Are you saying insecure perpetuates some kind of st- stereotype well, or something? I think he likes I'm, I'm insecure, right? lost about that. I think insecure calls out the stereotypes directly. Right? It's not. It's not saying this is the world that this is the only world that exists. When you look at Martin, Martin is saying this is the only world that exists. When you look at Seinfeld, who lives in, what is it, New York or something? Yeah. And there is, like, no main non-white character. Kramer's lawyer, like, Jackie Chow. Yeah. What kind of New York are you living in? Outrageous. Yeah, Preposterous. <laughs> right? Like Disgusting. Johnny yeah, but Cochran, a, uh, lot of, a lot of shows in that generation barely had black characters, right? Right. You can name all the top... ER, you can name all the top shows. They barely had... And Martin trash. was Eric, all black ER characters. And it was a trash-ass show. Literally, yeah. there, there, was, there was like a, 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 Let me a shuck mic and jive from accounting. You. Right. Let me no. shuck and jive. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I, I mean, I, I like so Martin, brutal for me to listen to. To me, Seinfeld is funnier. But I feel like... I feel like... I disagree. I think that at certain times... Because black people were denied certain benefits, they worked certain jobs. So he was a DJ and portraying his life as a DJ. So I think that it was realistic to an extent. I don't think he was doing... I mean, some of the stuff was over the top. Shanae and Bruh Man from the Fifth Low or whatever. But overall, I think... Overall, he did a good job of giving people yeah. opportunities. He, he gave uh, Pam an opportunity. He gave, uh, what's her name, Tasha Campbell an opportunity. A lot of those people, and I think they lived their normal life. Like, that was, that is a normal life for a look, lot of people. Look, that what, live I, in, what I'm saying, what I'm you know, saying is this. I agree with you, Benjamin, but I'm saying is this. If you are a young person looking at TV and looking at representation, and all you see is actor, uh, drug dealer, musician, or some kind of criminal or a bad person, being your examples of what you can do in the future that closes off your opportunities, right? Because everybody else that looks at things like ER or looks at other things, like even in Seinfeld, they were all mostly, for the most part, successful people. If you don't see people well, who are, you don't see people who are successful that look like you, then you don't think that you, that success is an option for you. And that's why I think that Martin and all these tropey ass shows were fucking horrible. Yeah, but you like Fresh Prince, right? Come on. Fresh Prince tackled that yes, head on, right? The I, I completely agree. Oh, you like you the fact that he had to leave the poor black Hold on, man. Time out. Time out, you bullshitters. <laughs> Let's get a woman's perspective. <laughs> All right, here we go. Gonna shut. And this is not Simon speaking in a high-pitched voice. <laughs> yeah, it is not. Per usual. But I can do that, too. All right. All right, Chanel. What you got? Hey, Chanel. All right, so um, in terms of the shows that you all have been touching base on, I can't really say that I am the biggest Seinfeld fan. Oh my God, she's got such taste. Very funny. That's right. <laughs> you don't have to be a huge fan. I take that back. <laughs> I do think that um, they have a lot of very problematic characters and a lot of. I hate. I hate that I tied the the characters and the actual people together, but okay. some of the things that have actually happened and come to light over the last several years. Oh, like Michael Richards, that whole thing. Um, yeah, Kramer. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, Kramer kind of, yeah. So, um, aside from that, I think that you all have made some really, really great points. What about Martin? Martin? Oh, 
And I grew up. How do you feel about Martin? I would like yeah. to. I would like your perspective. Chanel. I grew up in a very conservative home, so we didn't watch Martin Wait because a it wasn't funny. That's then, why. Did y'all oh, watch man. The, uh, the, the frowned upon now uh, Cosby? Um, yeah. we didn't watch it a ton. But, okay. Um, this was we before fans. he raped people, okay. though. Yeah. We well, no, no, he was raping people. Then. Okay, so we let me ask you, Chanel. Was there a? Um, I hate to say this. It sounds so cliche, but like, was there a go-to black show, quote unquote, that you watched growing up? Living that you were single? like, you know what, this. A different world. Um, me, like, living single. Dragon Ball Z. There were quite a bit in the 90s, right? There were a few. Yeah, there were quite a few. Um, I would say Fresh Prince is one. Family Matters is another. Mo-isha? Family Matters. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. feel good shows. TGIF. Remember that? Absolutely. What about Different World? Different world. I did watch some. I've watched most of those episodes. A different world so. gave people the opp- gave young people the opportunity to say, "Look, black people are going to college." Yeah. That's what a different world did. It introduced HBCUs. Well, I, I like I like your take on it, Fareed. So your your perspective is you don't like that it shows people per- in a limited mindset. So you like the idea of. Hey, let's expose you to something different. I like that. That's that, 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 that's a that's a valid perspective. And from that, that perspective. Like, yeah, from from that perspective, I can see how some people cannot like Look, Martin. Benny, but I, I think for its time and for the early '90s, you know, he did so. A little background on that: he actually was an executive producer on that show. He actually did. He took a big risk and took out took a financial risk. He did a lot to put that show. He he completely owns that show, by the way. He has like a like a staggering. Well, he's also got the number one movie this wow. year. Bad That's Boys. right. Yeah. Another upset. So I mean, I mean, I, I think that he got in where he fit but, in. I mean, that, but you know that does undercut Fareed's point, right? You can be successful. In yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not be living up to what. But I, you know what? What's interesting? Yo, let's not talk about Martin like it was like the Breaking Bad. Of, I mean, it wasn't like you the have best show your of all position time. on Martin. You have okay, like we're talking about show. this show. Like we're giving it so much airtime. Like, it was a funny show. Like okay, yeah, nothing wrong. I get it. But like, <laughs> come on, man. I Look, mean, Martin, I could name a Martin, bunch of black shows. I Martin think that was more good. entertaining and better. And was in my opinion, two two seven. Martin, The Jeffersons. Good times. All I love good, good times. times. All these shows are great. But all I'm saying is, uh, Sanford and Son. I love Sanford and Son. All I'm saying is, Benjamin. Thank you very much for pointing that out. If we have examples of you, right, a successful 17 degrees behind them on the wall, <laughs> dope man, person, dope man, right, doing their thing, and you have a funny life. You're a funny guy, right? I laugh at you all the time. If we had, <laughs> if we had you. As as a character, you open up hey, you open that, up the door see, for so that, many that people. That reminds me why I hate you, Fred. <laughs> yeah. Stupid little boy. What about Fresh Off the Boat? That's another. Well, yeah. That's another show. Oh, that's a dope show. I like that. That's well, actually you know, pretty good. All dope. of the ish shows, blackish, whatever, Asianish, Jewish. Yeah, that would be funny. Next one. <laughs> you you know what though? You know what though? Um, I do feel like a. Uh, I could be wrong, but like, uh, <laughs> you know, in the, in the black community, I mean, it's more of that, Isn't trope, that, Seinfeld? that, that trope thing you're talking about. It matters more. Like, I mean, in the Indian community, there's been a lot of characters that have played very Hamish Indian personalities. Oh, I've seen plenty. Apu. Oh. And I feel like most Indian people just, it, I mean, we don't have the same level of uh, oppression as black people in America. So it's different. But like, we're just like, yeah, whatever. If it's yeah. funny, it's funny. Right. No, because like, if you look at if you look at Bollywood, there's always that character who is who is like the village idiot. Yeah, and they're usually dark skin. Yes, if yes. It's a, if it's also if it's a drunk idiot, he's usually dark skin. And and it's in your it's in your it's in your your cinema, and it's not an issue because we could spend a whole episode going over issues in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not do. We that ain't episode. perfect. Let's be honest. But sometimes a show, I, I hate to say, it, but sometimes even when you look back, a show's problematic. 
sometimes, man, the shit is just funny, man. I know it's not right what they did back in the days, and maybe they should have casted more diverse and blah blah blah. Slavery but was so hilarious. Some shit is just funny, dude. Man. I uh, watched the. Uh, I think I think the the Somali community suffered handsomely with with Black Hawk Down. Like, did you see I mean, all the people that they had play Somalis? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nobody looked Somali on that. I, but, but, but but they cleaned it up with uh, Captain Phillips. You know, they got a, a, a what he. Oh yeah, they did well with that. He looked, he looked too real. He looked like somebody we knew from Clarkson, dog. I think overall, you can't criticize pop culture in that way, but sometimes just some shows are what they are and just, you know, live with it. Look, I'm just happy that right now we have more representation in film and more normal representation, right? right. We have people who are doctors on TV and it's not like right. the black character. Right. We have people who are other things on TV, lawyers, etc. And comedians. I, I think there's a, there's definitely a role for comedic value on television, but that's just not all they can be. Right. We need all sorts of people playing all sorts Diversify of things. Diversify diversity. You Thank know, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Although, you know, what, what, one funny thing about in the past, uh, they used to always have the president in movies from the past be black when they're talking about the future. Like, this is not happening right now, obviously. Oh, yeah, we yeah. Would, but in the near future, in, the year 2000. in a more civilized society, the president is black. Like, Morgan Freeman would play president or something like that. But you're right. Like, idiocracy? Idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> Macho, Camacho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anymore. But, you <laughs> know, like, it, it, it is that. true. Yeah. I think, ultimately, the more people of color you see in roles that start appearing normal to you like the more times you see yes. a black lawyer a black doctor in a movie subconsciously the white america they'll be like oh, oh it's not weird that when things. i called in yeah. and saw my doctor right oh they're black like there's a subconscious uh, positive effect of seeing that rather than just having the funny guy or the and athlete is the black guy you know there's something to that yeah. for sure and it's not just and it's not just specifically the black community this is for all right. communities whether we're talking about the latinx community community or the asian community we just need Especially representation. Asian dudes. Like Asian dudes don't play a lot of uh, lead male. No, but I would say like Indian you know, community, right? Yeah, there was yeah. a time for a long time the Indian guy was, you know, either he played a Muslim terrorist because he, he looks, you know. My name is Ackman. Yeah, he has put a beard, yep. Or, you know, he plays like the, of, uh, the grocery store clerk. But now you have people like, you know, Mindy Kaling in the Aziz office. Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Before you have um, people from, there's all these shows like The Good Place has Indian characters. Yeah. Kumil Nani and Gian. Yeah, that guy too. Cal Penn has played. I mean, these yeah. parent, these guys play roles. Dr. That, Sanjay Gupta. Yeah. They happen to be Indian, but like that's not the reason right. they're on the show. Right, yeah. I, think I mean, there's so many, especially yeah. on, there's a lot of BBC shows. There's a lot of them where, I mean, obviously there's a lot of uh, Indian actors that are British. They're on the show and they just happen to be brown. Right. And so obviously for the average viewer, they're like, oh, I know brown people are A, B, and C professions because I've seen him in movies. Right. It needs to get that way, obviously, with other ethnicities. Predominantly black cast shows in the 90s, right? 2000s than now. Yeah. I mean, network TV is a kind of a thing of I the agree. past. But everything's like streaming, but... Black shows. No, there are, but they're more... How many are there? But they're more like on specialty networks. Like you go to BET, there's like... Their whole roster is black shows. Yeah, but there used to be stuff on main, major semi-networks, right? Fox, oh NBC, CBS. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they just... They don't make shows. I mean... Benjamin, what were you saying? Know. No, so I'm saying two things. So what Farid said, I had a friend um, that is a, he's actually a lawyer and, you know, he's well known around this area. And he was telling me, we were talking one day and he was saying, man, like, I didn't know what he's like, I, Howard did something great for me. I didn't know that black people, you know, became lawyers and doctors until uh, this guy saw me studying undergrad and said, man, you should go to law school. And I saw him doing it. So I did it. So one, I was just going to say representation is important for that because, like you said, when you show, hey, this guy, I, I never really understood that because I always thought I could be anything right. I wanted to be. 
but like a lot of people are like oh they have to see it like oh that guy's doing it oh i can right. do it too so that's 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 point number one and number two i think that you'll start seeing a lot of people play uh more of these roles because the harvey weinsteins and the people up top are getting kind of mushed out now so i think the problem in hollywood a lot of times was because i mean if when you see people like harvey weinstein I mean, if you read like a lot of the things that they would do to people, even forget like African Americans, African Americans, like that's just you know I'm, you're out. Even like famous white actors, like um, Angelina Jolie, had no chance. So if they had no chance to do any of his movies, they had to go to other studios. Imagine if you were African American, you know what that looked like. So I think in the in the future, there's going to be a lot of diversity in a lot of these movies and and then sadly like i don't think so man the problem with that is like there's the the backlash behind that because people are not used to that like i was at work one day this is like a few years back and um i think pocahontas came out a few years back and uh this white lady was she came up to me and i didn't even know what to say she came up to me and she was like man she's like can you believe they gave that role to a black person like and i was like oh i didn't know that and then she was like, it's so crazy. Like, they're just erasing history or something like that. And I was like... Is she like Native American, that Pocahontas? Wasn't she? <laughs> it's like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and so, like, I think that there's going to be a stage of where people are going to push back because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole Oscars, remember the... the Oscars, people are, uh, Oscars so white? So yeah, that whole thing. I mean, we'll see, man. But scripts, first and foremost, have to be written for, as of right now, ambiguous characters. Because otherwise, I think directors won't put a black person in a role probably, that's yeah. designed for a white person it has to at least be ambiguous enough to be like oh yeah we'll just take the best person right. and then they're gonna have to do the math like if we put a black person in the lead role how well will it do at the office box office it's fucked up if it's a good movie if it's a good movie yeah, it's but, a good, but, if it's a good but, story, but i mean now if you look like, like even on comcast for example it has a section like black entertainment right and then you have kevin hart that just started laugh out loud network you have oprah that has her own network um, you have a lot of prominent, like, I think black people are really understanding, like, look, like, oh, another good one, a, a huge one that just happened recently. Um, Tyler Perry just opened up his own, his studio. But look, but Tyler Perry, and, and, but Tyler in Atlanta, Perry had to do his and, thing because there was no space for normalized black romance, normalized black comedy, normalized all that stuff on the on the television. And when people start recognizing, oh my God, there's a market here, then you have the segues to black superheroes and black characters when it should have been normalized anyway. Like, it, we're, we're, not, we're not fetishes. We're not right. like, oh my God, let me just throw a black character in right. to get another 70% of the market. To me, the two biggest names in all this, uh, personally, in my opinion, I'm not black, so you guys can disagree, but uh, uh, Ryan Coogler and Shonda Rhimes, right? They're in positions of casting and producing shows they can put whoever the fuck they want in these shows, right? And they don't have to make it an all-black cast, right, per se, right? Even Black Panther, they, it wasn't all-black, right? I mean, I mean, pretty close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying, these are, the, these are the people in positions of power, and like Ryan Coogler and stuff, they got big fucking money to produce movies. This was not just like some director, they gave them a small budget, right? So if you get these guys, these uh, ladies, these actresses, all these people in these positions of power... They can influence her, right? Yes. But if you're just an actor, you can only do so much that the director, the producer doesn't want you. But if you are and the producer and director, you can at least be equal-handed. Another area they need to kind of encroach would be the writer's room. The yeah, writer's room, right. 100%. Right? 100%. And yes. also, like, you know, not, that, not even and, just like and, on racial grounds. Like, have you seen a lot of rom-com movies where there's some... Sh- Put women in there too. Is like dating some like fucking model because the writer is the schlub, you know? Oh, like Jonah Hill or something? Uh, no, uh, yeah, there are so Seth many Rogen. movies where just like some, not, not that there's anything wrong with these guys, yeah. but like 
if you look at any of these rom-coms and then you look at who wrote like the writers yeah it's not usually just one but they're not that far off it's not like they have like some hunk like a hemp worth playing the is that some but is that why Sideways won an Oscar? Face only a mother could love. There's so many movies where it's just like some guy, like just any guy, but the girl's got to be. But that's like what some, I'm saying. Like, okay, it, it's their fault. But if you are a white American, it's hard for you to see outside of that prism of like you're just you're biased in a way. Like it's not right, but like you are, so you may not see a black actor as a good fit for a role. But if you put a person of color in that role, that authority figure, they at least will be open-minded enough to be like, oh yeah, I could see this. But, you know, some of these white guys, man, they're just programmed a certain way. Like, it's wrong, but it is what it is. Right. Right? Like, I may... What if there's a role for a typically black actor, a stereotypical black actor? And but a white if, guy what, wants but to what do is, it. But what is that? What, is, what do you gonna, mean by that? What do you mean? Uh, is it a drug dealer? Yeah, drug dealer in the hood. How about that? An athlete. An athlete. Like, you know, I and mean... And I will I mean, point I mean, to you, and I will point to you somebody that I heard when I was in college was the plug, and he was just some random Caucasian kid... Going to football games, that's my, that that to me represents a plug. I don't know any black drug dealers. I also don't know any blur drug dealers, but that's besides the point. Right? How they're portrayed, though, is different. Yeah. How they're portrayed. Yeah. I'm just saying it's just hard to see outside of what you know. So if you hire someone that's a little different, or what they tell you that you should know. Well, that's what for, I think. Farid is trying to get to that. Like, see, you're you're coming from mainstream America, urban, and he's saying. And now that. from where you from? What you talking about, man? <laughs> we from the same place. Uh huh. <laughs> We what? lived in uh, opposite buildings, man. We're from the same place, man. What you mean? No, I know. I'm just trying to make a point. I'm just trying to make a point, Urban. I'm not saying anything about you. We both smell like onions um, when we no. left the house, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a train track in between? You're on the wrong side. No, he you. literally lived in the building right behind oh, okay. me. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's besides the point. Um, Who's but the no, no, I think he was trying to say, like, Main Street, Main Street America has a thinking of, like, a fixed perception of everything good is essentially Caucasian. Everything bad is African-American. And he's saying that that's not the reality of what everyday Americans live like. There's a lot of African-Americans that are doing well. There's a lot of African-Americans that are lawyers uh, owning banks and, and all this other stuff, but that's not portrayed. And he's saying that you, our brains has been our brains have been stained with the thought of everything black is bad. And he's saying that's not the reality, and we should start um, projecting that. So I agree. Although I don't like free. It's, ch- it's changing, that point, though. It's changing a little bit, right? Right. It's a little bit. I but, mean, Black but, Panther, uh, Creed. Right. I mean, there's movies now predominantly. What were we saying, Chanel? I'm curious as to if um, we are expecting for, for lack of a better word, white America to make space for us. Are they going to be trying to accurately portray and tell our stories, which are very varied? Or are we hoping to take up that space ourselves? No, you can't expect anyone to make space for you because for years and years, there hasn't been space. So that's why I was commending Tyler Perry for creating his own studios and saying, hey, there's no space for me. I'm going to create my own space. So when you when when you're not going to get a seat at the table, you build a table and you create your own chairs and you bring who you want to that table. And then you say, I'm going to invite this person, this person. And now people are asking to come to his table, the people that didn't want to give him a chance. And the same thing with. Um. Kevin Hart with the Laugh Out Loud um, uh, network. Uh, the same thing with uh, uh, even even with Kevin Hart with his uh, uh, serious deal. He has a deal with Sirius where he's just putting like legit all his boys on. Even Oprah Oprah switched it up when she owned own and she realized like she tried to do mainstream it didn't work and she just went black. Right. You know like it just became like a whole bunch of and, it, and that kind of worked out better for her. Um, so 
I don't think I think that that's like it's like that everywhere. Like whether you're in medicine, whether you're in engineering, um, you can try something one way. Like, hey, I'm going to try the traditional route. But when that doesn't work, you have to create your own table and say, hey, I'm going to invite you instead of trying to get a table, trying to get a seat at your table. I think that's how it has well, to be. It's been like that. I mean, they had a story recently about photography, how when, you know, black actors or entertainment, anybody famous as black gets pictured. The photographer is typically white and the way they photograph them, they really lighten them up a lot. So it was like very controversial. It was like, you should have got a black photographer to take photos of this black person because right. they know how to accentuate right. the positives and don't make just lighten everything up. There's like big controversy. So yeah, there's even that, right? When people portray black people on a screen, they portray them in a way they think they want to be seen, not natural, right? Like a portrayal like a barber, you need to be familiar with the subject. I mean, they lighten them up and everything, and it's just like when you see that cover back, you know, you're thinking, oh, yeah, wow, they're so light and right. blah, 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 but they're not, right? right? It's like you're trying to cover something up by photographing them a certain way, so you can take well, any facet Look, there, there was this one time I was taking, I was uh, living in Yemen or something, and I had to take an identification picture, and I got my picture back, and I looked at it, and I was like, who is this person in the picture? So I went to the guy who took the picture and produced it and whatever, and I had to say to him, like, hey, man, I don't have a problem being black. And you what did he do? He lightened you up or And something? you shouldn't either. Yes, he lightened me. I was, oh, he was also I was. Uh, he black? was very, he was, his, skin was, his skin color was dark like mine. And he just brightened me up. He turned that, turned that brightness up way yeah. high. I was like, what the you hell? You think it was deliberate? Like, uh, he just didn't know how to. No, he's probably it. like, hey, that's what you wanted, right? He, 100%. <laughs> he was like, oh, he, and he told me, he was like, oh, no, no, dark, not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the lesson he learned? He's like, dark, not good. Wow. I will say that a lot of photographers yeah. actually don't know how to photograph people with darker colored skin. You actually really have to understand lighting to yeah. be able to accurately depict the various skin tones, especially if you have varied skin tones in the image. I was upset with the gentleman. I asked him to reprint <laughs> the picture with my regular skin tone because you sure just my black is beautiful. Yeah. Final thoughts, everybody. We're about to close out the show. No more thoughts. <laughs> no more Ham's ready to go to sleep. I, I just my last invite. So this week's invitation is uh, Jeffrey Tobin and Martin Lawrence and Martin Tubin, Lawrence. Tubin, Tubin, Tubin. Look, I have nothing against Gal Gadot, <laughs> and um, she could play whoever or Beyonce. And she could play whoever she wants to, and I'm sure if you play her normal speed, she's 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 a so fine actress or something. Yeah, please rate and review us on iTunes. We read all the reviews. Thank you guys for listening.